Please rise. Court is now in session. I object, Your Honor. This trial is a travesty. It's a travesty of a mockery, of a sham, of a mockery, of a travesty, of two mockeries, of a sham. I move for a mistrial. Do you realize there's not a single homosexual on that jury? Yes, there is. Oh, really? Which one? Is it the, the big guy at the end? Hello, everybody. Welcome to the sewers of Brooklyn, New York, this Wednesday evening, March 18th. Wait, March? May. Sorry, I'm, I'm mislexic. I say things wrong. Cheers to you, everybody. It's May, January, March, April, May. May, right? Not moon or December. Uh, May 18th, 2022. Cheers. Tonight I am drinking uh, Peroni. Peroni. My Peroni. And that's why I'm very green right now. Very green because of the Peroni. It might also be because uh, I'm trying to cover up a pimple. <laughs> and you know, pimples are red. So if you put a green filter over your video, it blocks it out. Maybe it's Maybelline. Now you know the tricks of the trade, baby. Uh... That's no, the Peroni, though. Uh, tonight's a very special episode of Nick Threat Radio. And I am drinking Peroni for another reason, which has to do with tonight's episode. Um, we have a very special interview tonight. That was, it's pre recorded. Recorded it on Friday the 13th. And uh, we're going to listen to uh, listen to it tonight. We have tonight an interview with Larry from That Larry Show and also Planet Rage. Larry Blydner. Uh, I learned a lot about him. Um, there's a, there was a, I think there was a couple of issues during the, uh, the episode. We were talking about a, uh, Art Bell and I always forget the name of The Quickening. I know uh, Quercus is out there kicking the radio every time. And I'm like, what's that thing called again? You know, basically, uh, it's kind of like my idea of the unraveling, but uh, Art Bell stole that that thought. And I always forget that it's it's the quickening. And, and that happens during the interview again. I, uh, of course, forget what the hell the quickening is. So I just want to clear that up. And also during the interview, uh, Larry mentions that he likes Peroni. So I was uh, I did a late night beer run. Thank goodness for living in our urban area because I didn't have any beer at 10.30 at night. So I, I uh, ran upstairs into the deli that I'm stealing internet from to host this show. Uh, and I saw a Peroni in the, uh, in the fridge and I was like, hey, fuck it. Let's Peroni it up. Now, this beer is, is very good. It's 5%. It's very smooth. And um, it's, the only problem is it's a little bit too smooth. So it's just, it's just going straight down. <coughs> But uh, before we play the interview, we're going to play one song. We're going to play the interview. Uh, I think it's around, uh, Diane, how long is it? 12 inches? Wait, no, you're talking about the song. The, not the song, the, the, the interview. It's around, it's around an hour long. So, uh, yeah, we're going to, we still have a show to do as well. Uh, to talk about directed energy weapons. and It's going to be fun stuff. I think, there, I think there's been attacks going on in the sewer as well. Uh, probably tastes like pee. Not really. 
It's, it's a couple steps above pee. Pee's very salty. Uh, what? Mars is in retrograde? Oh, no. Okay, um, fuck, something bad's gonna happen then. Uh, let's, let's hop into a musical, uh, uh tune, listen to the interview, and then, uh, I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna listen along with you, because, you know, when you listen to your own work, you you realize all the mistakes you make, and then, then you, you just make them again and again, and you just feel really bad about, uh, your existence. <laughs> Isn't it weird when you keep hitting the same wall over and over again? Oh, actually, before talking about hitting hitting the same wall over and and over again, you just got to listen to this clip really quick before we start this this interview and this this music and and all this fun stuff up. Um, it's uh, I'm on I'm on uh, Twitter and sometimes you bump into a really fun uh, fun clip there. <laughs> I just want to uh, just remember bumping your head over and over again and 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 remember this clip right here. Listen to this. This happened today. Russian elections are rigged. Political opponents are imprisoned or otherwise eliminated from participating in the electoral process. The result is an absence of checks and balances in Russia and the decision of one man to launch a wholly unjustified and brutal invasion of Iraq. I mean, of Ukraine. (laughs) Let that sink in for a little while. Um, hold on one second. My something broke over here. I'm having a having some te- technical difficulties with the. Uh... Wow, what the what the hell's going on here? There we go. No, that's. It's still not working here. Oh, uh, we're having we're having some issues. Hold on, this, this is this is this is embarrassing. Um, the main engine behind the show, the the Winamp, is is not showing the the song names. There's a What's, what the hell's going on? Where's the, where's the There's like a menu over here. I don't want to see the menu. Uh, uh, all right, whatever. I can do this without looking at this the song name. Sorry, everybody. We're gonna have to do this a little bit differently. Just give me a second to uh, reconfigure my uh, my brain, more or less. Here, that that was weird. I don't. I never seen that happen before. There's like a, a different menu where the uh, and I can't bring up the. It says show playlist, and I click it, and the playlist doesn't show up. 
now it's showing up in a weird spot. Ugh, whatever. Either way. Noiroid with school days. I gotta go back to school. And then after that, we're gonna listen to the interview. This is really Mercury retrograde at work right here. Uh, when you think you got everything working, and then just everything falls apart. Let's try to do a show, and then the universe has to come bite you in the willy. Uh, here we go. Here's the interview with uh, Larry. Sorry, Larry. I love you.
are here with <laughs> Larry Blydner. Hello, and hello. He uh, he he has a pocket Darren O'Neill, and I don't, so his his sound is uh, he he didn't need I any wish, help. But I listen to everything he tells me regarding to gear to, mm. to Darren and also. Uh, uh, Bandrew, he's fantastic too. Bandrew, yeah. I have to get on the the Bandrew oh, wagon. Yeah, he's he's got a big YouTube channel. Another you know gearhead, and he's really he really knows his stuff. So, oh, actually, I think I yeah. I think I might know who you're talking about. I, I, yeah, he does reviews for like every microphone that ever existed. Exactly, and, he, and they're great reviews. He's you know they're they're excellent. So mm-hmm. he's got to have a weird closet just filled with microphones or whatever. <laughs> I would think yes. <laughs> Uh, so, um, you know, what? I'm just going to, I'm going to chop together the beat. No, I'm not going to do that. I'm just going to say once again that you are, <laughs> you, uh, you're a prolific book writer. You have, uh, more books than I'll ever write in my entire life. Oh dear. No. <laughs> but, uh, uh ghost y- yeah, you actually haven't, it looks like you stopped, uh, making books in 2011 was the last book you made. Do you, uh, do you, do you have any other books coming out? No, I, I, you know, the, the, I've watched the, uh, I've watched the, the print media implode yeah. um, over the years. Uh, there isn't, uh, there used to be, you know, there used to be within, you know, uh, within a couple of miles of my house, there was probably, shit, 10 bookstores, uh, Barnes and Noble and Borders and B. Dalton. They were endless. You know, they're all, they're all gone. So why write books? That's you know, true. What's the point? I guess people download them, people do books on tape or whatever, but uh, it, it seems the whole printed thing is, uh, vanished I, I miss bookstores i used to love going in there and just hanging out and never buying anything i absolutely yes <laughs> they were a lot of fun you could meet some quirky chicks in them too those bar, bookworm types were fun yeah mm-hmm. ah um so your your podcast well you have you have a do you have a couple podcasts i know you do one with uh darren o you do the planet rate planet rage yeah, uh, yeah. I uh, Darren invited me to do one. Uh, it was kind of the, uh, I guess it was uh, Grumpy Old Ben's 2.0. He and uh, and uh, his partner split on that. He said, hey, "I feel like doing something else," and Planet Rage was the call. So we do that uh, every uh, Monday, mm. and uh, that's a lot of fun. And then uh, there's one I do, that Larry show. And ah, those, yes. Those two keep me keep me pretty busy. I think uh, I think Sir Bemros raged quit from the last one. Yeah, I think there was. Uh, I don't forget. The, I don't remember the the call exact uh, circumstances, but there was some. There was some acrimony between the two, which was sad because uh, they're both really great guys. That's so, smart. I thought too. they made a. I thought they, yeah, and I thought they made an excellent excellent team, but uh, you know whatever wasn't to be. I, uh, they, I they were probably fighting over uh, money or some rights for the show or something. It was. Uh... Yes. It's usual reason, isn't it, for most divorces? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's sad to see them go. But but now we got you on there, so you you have a you you are like a, a rage defender, not a defender, a deflector. You're the is that you? Th- is that my role? Is maybe it is? I don't know. I think um, you're, you're the leave us the fuck alone guy. Well, that's true. Leave us the fuck alone, the Lutfas, um, as opposed to the Astcos, which are assholes seeking to control others. <laughs> if you strip away all the crap of political parties, and you know that's really the essence of mankind. There's your two, your two camps, and you're either in one or the other. And uh, never the twain shall meet, or if they do, it's going to be violent. It's going to explode. So, uh, yeah, that's uh, that's where. That's uh, who? I'm, I'm, yes. Who, who are? Who is the they in? Uh... Well, well if, if if you're if you're saying leave us the fuck alone, there's got to be mm-hmm. somebody that's 
not uh, leaving you the fuck alone. Like, there's got to be somebody that's yeah. coming after you. It's the it's the it's the uh, ASCOs, assholes oh. seeking to control others. Who are they? Are largely, I mean, that's uh, you know, most of them tend to be Marxists, and they are they of the hive mind. Uh, who want to link arms and sway around the campfire and sing kumbaya and tell everybody what to do in every single way. And then there's people who just want to be left the fuck alone. Isn't it weird? It's usually like the usually the most like hippie like uh, 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 non-confrontational person is usually the, usually the biggest asshole there is. Why is that, Nick? I've been pondering that my entire life, but you're absolutely correct. It's, Why it's, is that? It's um, 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 bad parenting. The, the kids <laughs> could be. The kids get everything they yeah. want. They think that they're great yeah. and everything's good and they're doing good. And, and lo and behold, they're they're tyrants. Yeah, yeah. I think there's a lot of uh, ego in it as well. Is it, which is you know I know what's best for you. No, you don't. Fuck off. You know. Oh, by the way, you're you're good with me using uh, profane language. I take it. If not, I'll I'll clean it up and talk. Um, you could say fuck shit, cunt, Harry oh, assholes, okay. cocks. Right. Just checking. Yeah, it's... <laughs> the whole litany. Okay. If I get kicked off the internet, it's fine. I don't, I don't want to be right. here anyway. You never know. <laughs> <laughs> this might be, you know, the the one Nick the Rat Kids Hour show, and I don't want to piss on that. So, so. <laughs> Every kids you never know. Kids love the show, though. I'll tell you that. I'm sure <laughs> so, they do. <laughs> probably my biggest audience, the five year olds. Um, <laughs> so you you live in uh, you live on the West Coast now, right? I do. I live in Los Angeles, but not for long. Oh, um, uh, you're getting you know, you're getting out. Getting out. Getting out. It's getting too. Uh, it's just, it was, you know, when I moved here, no place is paradise, but uh, it beat the, I got to say, it beat the ass off of uh, New York, where I was born and raised. Mm. Um, but over the course of, uh, you know, a couple decades, the, the ASTCO politicians have fucked it up, and it's become uh, pretty pretty intolerable. So, getting oh, out. It's, it's kind of, it, it's the, the politicians always seem to be the ones that ruin the whole fucking, the city. Yes. <laughs> it's like. Yes, and they're always ASCOs. Yeah, you know? they because are. if you think about it, that is when you think of all the possible uh, vocations a person can choose. The lowest of the low is a politician. It's like, well, I can't really do anything. I can't make a nice sandwich. I can't uh, fix your pipes or wire your uh, electrical outlets. So I think I'll just you know vote for me. I'll smile. I'll shake your hand. I'll sniff your hair, and uh, <laughs> then I'll, I'll I'll tell you what to do. That's really that's the essence of of politicians, really. <laughs> the person that knows the least is going to tell yeah. everybody exactly what right. to do. Those past exactly, yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> uh, so yeah, uh, where 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 do you think you're going to go? Ne- where are you going to go to next? Where's um, it's there's, there's nothing etched in stone. Um, I think I might um, you know I have some families. My wife does back uh, in the Northeast, mm. and we may uh, decamp for or camp i guess uh there for a while until we figure out uh, some more permanent uh lodgings but that's sort of the fuzzy uh plan but the the, the main idea is just get the hell out of here while the getting is good yeah it's getting very very crazy i was i was born and raised in new york and and i'm starting to get to the point where i want to get the hell out of here so many goddamn crazy people and the politicians suck and most of the people suck oh, i can't imagine it because when i left it was it was insane then so I, I, I just, I, you know, I see these clips of the news and so forth and what's going on. You went from that fucking imbecile uh, de Blasio and then you get this other imbecile, uh, Adams. 
it's staggering. It really is. It's it's know. it's a horrible horrible. And the only thing I could really think of to moving to is like a, like a tax haven place, like Arizona mm. or Florida or something. Yeah, why not? It's, I mean, I've been all over uh, Arizona. It's a it's a great place. That's certainly on on the list of possibilities. Yeah, it's a hot hot town. It is hot. It blows. But I shouldn't say that. It depends on where you are. I mean, if you get up. Uh, People, you know, if there's a lot of uh, very mountainous areas, believe it or not. I mean, Arizona, you always think, you know, Grand Canyon and desert, yeah. which it has. Um, but a hell of a lot of it is covered with the most beautiful forest you can imagine. I'm talking uh, these these enormous redwood trees and the, and the floor. All right, buddy. Welcome back to the sewer. Completely free of brush. You could ride horseback for miles through it and not hit anything. You know, it's pretty cool. Uh, Flagstaff <clears throat> never gets that hot up there in that elevation. It's beautiful. A lot, of night, lot to like in oh, Arizona. Horses yeah. scare me, Larry. I, I can't deal with horses. <laughs> hey, did they uh, – there's no more – did I read – or I can't remember. Did they do away with the uh, the horse and buggies around the Plaza Hotel in Manhattan? Was that I considered too cool? I think they're they still there because the, oh, the, the smell is still there. So, But I, 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 try to avoid this, <laughs> I try to avoid the city as much as possible, so I haven't really been yeah. around that area in too long. But See – there's a borough kid. We all called Manhattan the city. Oh, funny. that's true, yeah, too. I was I, in Queens. I was born in Brooklyn, but raised in Queens. And it was Manhattan was the city. I'm in a lower Brooklyn. I was born and raised in Sheepshead Bay. Now I'm in a Bay Ridge. So. Oh, shit. I, I, is Cone of the Fisherman still there in Bay Ridge? That uh, The Cone of the Fisherman? Huh. I don't, yeah. I don't know. I don't think so. Okay, that was a great place. Big hang, a lot of mobsters back in the day. Mm. And then, of course, uh, Randazzo's in Sheepshead. Is that still there? Uh, Randazzo's was, uh, uh, I think it was there. It might have closed down during the, the pandemic, but. Shit. Yeah, it's been, it was, I used to go there a lot, too. They had really good Great seafood. place. Loved the calamari. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and right opposite the water. Yeah. I used to watch guys. I'd eat there and then watch the guys on the. Uh, on the boats, throwing ash cans over the side and then scooping up all the bait fish so they'd, before they'd head out. It's the easiest and best way to get gillies. It was great. <laughs> Fun place. Yeah. Yeah, it was pretty cool. It was, it was okay. Um, uh, uh, so uh, you, you uh, know uh, the, the no agenda people, right? Like, uh, well, not personally, but you know, I hang out there a lot, and it's a wonderful bunch. How did you know. how did you get involved with No Agenda? Where did you first hear about the, it? In the strangest way, um, through Darren. Oh, and yeah, and what happened was, I was, um, I, you know, I am not a, a Ben or much of a gearhead, and I needed what the hell was it? Um, a preamp. Mm-hmm. That was it. I was using like some Fisher Price microphone and crap when I was starting out, and. And so I saw this preamp on um, on Amazon, and it's it was one of those things where if you want to know more, here's somebody had reviewed it, and the person that had reviewed it was Darren. And then it said, if you have questions, leave them here. So I, I posted a question, whatever the hell it was, and he very quickly answered it, and we began this kind of correspondence over a preamp. And then uh, he said, you know, I used, to, I used to do a podcast, and I'm thinking of doing one again, but my, I don't know whether his partner died or moved. It was whatever, whatever reason. Mm. And I said, well, why don't you do it, do it my way. Do it, do it solamente. Then you never get disappointed by guests who don't show up or don't want to talk or whatever, you know? (laughs) And, uh, he did. And so random thoughts was born and we've become great friends. We've never met in person, but, uh, here we are. We share, uh, uh, Planet Rage, and then Darren introduced me to No Agenda. I'd never heard of it until well, Darren. So all off of a microphone review. Isn't that, <laughs> in, isn't that insane? Yeah. You never know yeah. where things will start. You never know. 
You never know. Uh, as they, as the Kentucky Derby found out, right? Oh yeah, <laughs> that that uh, lucky Why striker, whatever about? his name is. Uh... God, I'm so pissed. You know, I was in. Um, it was eighty to one, and I should have followed it because I used to be a big horse guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the same thing happened. I happened to be in Vegas the night that uh, Mike Tyson fought Buster Douglas, Ooh. and Mike Mike was undefeated. He was he was just he was Godzilla in the ring. I mean, he was in, unbeatable. And I was in Las Vegas that night. For some reason, I didn't know the goddamn fight was on. And Douglas went off. I think he was a hundred to one underdog. Had I known that, I'd have put you know at least a few hundred bucks on him. And I missed that. And I missed this damn horse race. I pissed at myself. So there. Oh, at least you got Darren. <laughs> at least I got Darren. Yeah. <laughs> That was that word. Um, yeah, I went to a couple of horse track betting things, and I didn't know what the hell to do. I was I was like too nervous to put a bet down because. Where are you? Yeah, so I was like, there's just there's like a window with a person behind it, and like I didn't want to hold up the yeah. line. I'm like, I don't know what to do. Here's, I, I put some money on number yeah. three. I don't know what to do. It was it was very nerve wracking for me. <laughs> yeah, it takes some uh, it takes some study, I guess, but it really doesn't do any good. People think that <laughs> yeah, you got to study to throw your money out the window. How to how to lose money uh, or win sometimes? Uh, let's see here. I got I got some yeah, other I got some exactly. other notes. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I still I still got my ass handed to me at the track, so there's, you don't beat them. Well, you can, no, you don't. That's yeah. that's another reason I'm scared of horses. They, <laughs> no, yeah. actually, no, I'm just scared of them because they might bite you. Like they they seem like they do bite. They seem like little they do little bastards. They are. They're very unpredictable. Uh, a kid I grew up with when we started getting summer jobs in our early teens, he got a job as a groom out at, was it Belmont or Aqueduct? I forget which. And, uh, you know, we'd, we'd play ball in the street and stuff. And, and, and so one day, geez, one day, he's got this fucking bandage wrapping his skull. Looks like, the, you know, he just got back from Vietnam. And uh, his ear was gone, a fucking horse. Bit his ear right off his head for no reason. Yeah. You can't sue the horse. You can't sue the horse. And he, you know, suddenly he, uh, he wasn't, uh, he was saying what a lot. What was that? Pardon me. It's terrible. Yeah. Uh, horse grooming. I guess uh, I used to know somebody that was a horse fluffer, but that's a whole different story here. Um, <laughs> do, do you have any uh, crazy scars or anything? Uh, have you ever been I maimed? I got a few. Never. I'm glad to say, no, I've I've not been maimed. No, <laughs> I stabbed a time or two, but not, not been what, maimed. Really, you were stabbed? Yeah, so. Well, you know, it's just kind of kids fucking around with you know <laughs> sword fighting, and I wound up getting punctured twice. So, uh, yeah, <laughs> with like a fencing sword or like a samurai no, sword? No, no, no. Uh, well, let's see. One was a stiletto knife, and uh, I forget what was the other one was a fishing knife. Yeah, jeez. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the, the, the one, one, one instance, it was my brother. He, he's the one that got me in the palm of my hand. And of course, the first thing he says is, "Don't, don't tell mom." Right? <laughs> so, 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 <laughs> so I wrap my hand in a, you know, like an entire roll of Charmin, and, and go to bed. And, but what it needed was about five stitches. You know, and I, I, I bled until it, it you know, coagulated on its own. And my mother came and she thought I'd you know, been murdered by an act guy with an axe. <laughs> the entire pillow was covered with blood. <laughs> she found out anyway. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you should have just told her a horse did it. Like a, yeah. A damn horse. 
There's a horse in my room. Get it out of here. Uh, let's see here. Um, uh, so, so Larry, I, I, I'm, I'm informed. Yes. I'm informed that. Wait. Okay. Uh, you, you have a story or something. I do. You have a. Uh, would you Would you like to tell this story? Which Which story was this? I don't. I was looking through uh, the DMs over here. Um, mm-hmm. And. Oh, looks- I think did uh, Fergus? He, you want to know something from the paranormal? Was that it? I think ah, that yeah, was, yeah. I didn't want to. I didn't want to force the paranormal on you. But if you have a paranormal story, um, you know, I got I got a couple. Um, I don't know how. I guess they do qualify as as, as paranormal, um, but it, it doesn't have the. Uh, it's not going to have the wow factor of uh, ghosts and uh, you know, demons or anything like that. No, but, that's okay. It, it was a very a paranormal experience. I'm kind of a, I dig uh, magic. I'm not a professional magician. I don't do tricks. But my favorite show while it was on was The Masked Magician. Do you happen to recall? Uh, yeah, and he would uh, show you the, the the secrets. Exactly, and uh, that was that was pretty good. But the most fascinating part was his uh, two uh, incredibly pointy assistants, always garbed in you know eight inch uh-huh. heels and belly shirts. I used, to, I used to watch that with my first daughter. My wife would be like, what the hell are you watching that crap for with those sluts? You know, it, was, it, was, it was insane. They should have just called the show The Undressed Magician's uh, Apprentice uh, Partners. Exactly. Yeah, it was great eye candy. But anyway, I digress. So, so um, as a kid, I'd been up in the Catskills um, fishing with a cousin of mine. Then those guys lived up there their whole lives. And it was, it was great. I mean, you've, I'm sure you've been up there. It's a nice country in the it summer. It is. It's beautiful. Yeah, and so, you know, we were reeling in some sunnies or whatever it was, and then it came lunchtime, and he says, I'm, I'm going to take you to this uh, this roadhouse, kill coins. It's, it's, it's really great. So, okay, so we drive over there, and it was just, I mean, in the middle of nowhere, just a wide spot in the road. It looked like something out of, uh, I don't know, Davy Crockett, you know, it was all wood frame, log cabin type thing. Go inside and... Walls are papered with deer heads and moose heads and, you know, what you'd imagine, sawdust on the floor. And so the guy had been told, my cousin told me in the drive over, that the owner was a real character. He'd been um, in the Navy, lived in in, um, in India for a number of years. And there was, like, talk that he had, I don't know, you know climbed ropes to nowhere and hung out with shamans and whatever. So... so <laughs> We sit down at the bar, and uh, it was just the two of us. There's nobody in this place. Mm-hmm. We were a little early for lunch, had a couple of beers. And the owner, I noticed he had um, behind the, the, or next to the register, he had some photographs of uh, trotters, you know, like from Yonkers, whatever, the horses, the sulkies. And I said, oh, nice. He goes, oh, yeah, I, I, <clears throat> I have several. He guy was running a string of, of uh, hit him at Saratoga and Yonkers, wherever else, which is kind of odd. That's that's not a poor man's sport, you know. Yeah. And you wouldn't think that some guy, some hayseed up in the, the sticks of the Catskills would uh, would have that, but he did. So then he starts doing magic tricks, okay? And it's the crap you've, well, he was very good at with the sleight of hand, you know, disappearing quarters and foam rubber rabbits popping out from behind my ears, that kind of stuff. And he was, he was very good. And he, he wasn't doing anything I'd never seen before. <laughs> so... He gives me this weird look, and he says, I, I see you're not really that impressed by my, my magical abilities. Yeah. And I said, no, you're, you're really great, man. You're, good, you're a good mechanic. You're very good. He says, well, yeah, but you're not a believer. He says, I'm going to make you a believer. I said, okay, I've had it. Do it. So the guy, the guy, he has absolutely nothing in his hands, and his sleeves are rolled up. Right? He's a tending bar. And he 
says, okay, just work with me on this. And he starts pretending to shuffle a deck of cards, right? And he's oh. doing the fans and so forth, back and forth. He goes, now I'm, I'm shuffling this deck and I'm going to hand it to you. He says, because I don't, I don't want to have any influence over this. I said, okay. He says, now um, you shuffle it again as much as you want, cut it any way you want. And then I want you to pick one card and remember it and then put it back in the deck and hand the deck back to me. Okay, so I'm with him. And I'm thinking, I'm sitting there thinking I look like a retard shuffling nothing <laughs> in my hands, but I'll, I'll play along, right? Hey, why not? Why not? So I do this, hand him the non-existent deck back. He fakes a big fan, right, across the top of the bar, and he runs his finger over nothing. And when I, by the way, just for the hell of it, in my mind, I thought, right, I'm going to pick a card, and the card I picked was the five of clubs because, you know, Suicide Jacks or Ace of Spades, just too obvious, right? Yeah. That's kind of a nondescript card. Guy does his fan, runs his finger over it a couple times, looks at me and he says, hey, you forgot to put the five of club back in the deck. Oh, my God. Maybe he was a real magician. You should have you killed him. Well, well, here's the deal. There's, there's, here's the deal. I sound like Biden. There's a, there's a fantastic only in a – one of the things I'm going to miss is a, it's just a spectacular – club uh in los angeles called the magic castle right it's been there for ages and it's built in this massive oil baron's mansion victoria mansion way up in a mountain you can see everything hmm. from the place and it's probably got 50 rooms stages theaters it's, it's unbelievable and so it is the last word in magic so you can go there and uh, see a, see five or six shows it's got five bars and it's just filled with the you know I've seen everybody out there you can you name the the big time Vegas magician they're all they hang out there and it, several times I was there sat at the bar with guys you would recognize and describe this trick to them every one of them said you're full of shit that didn't happen maybe the guy didn't even exist what did, are you sure you weren't dreaming or on drugs <laughs> I have a witness my cousin's in Chicago now we could call him but hey, yeah Get him yeah, on the line. Really, get him was, on, we're going to get this I mean, guy on it's line. still, you know, the odds are 1 in 52, which are not astronomical. It could have been a lucky guess, of course. That's always a possibility. But there was absolutely nothing, no physical prestidigitation or nothing like that involved. It just was what it was. So it was usually for... Usually for like mentalist tricks like that, the uh, the magician would hide like fives and clubs all over the place to kind of like get well, sure. it stuck into your head. But I never really believe yeah. in, in that kind of magic. That seems seems too random. Well, yeah, well, there's, there's always some physical gimmickry. There's a chalkboard or, you know, even you see David Blaine's thing, you know, he's, he's got a, a you know, a hundred dollar bills uh, inside an uncut orange, you know, yeah. but we know he's palming it and shoving it in there as he cuts it open. There's always a gimmick. <laughs> there, was, there was no gimmick with this guy. So who knows? It's a, that's my paranormal story. That's, that's a, that's a good one. That's a, that's, yeah. um, it's kind of, it, when you see stuff like that up front and it happens to you personally, it's maybe he was like Jesus or something. He might have been a whole. Maybe he was. <laughs> maybe he was. A, yeah. sl- a sleight I mean, of I hand could... is is amazing yeah. stuff. It's uh, but have you ever seen a female magician? Oh, there's some some dynamite ones in L.A. at that Magic Castle. <laughs> yeah, I'm ones. thinking yeah. I'm thinking sleight of hand and um, a, a nice a nice pretty lady could do something well, magical. Yes, and they are more gifted at the art of distraction than men by far. Yes. Mm-hmm. Low cut shirt. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm, pointy. 
Oh yeah. Have a uh, have I, you I, ever wanted to become a magician? Um, I never have. You know, um, it's just it's something. Uh, I mean, it takes tremendous uh, work and practice. And I mean, those guys, and even the best. You know, I was uh, there was a guy. Um, shit, I can't remember his name. It wasn't Copperfield? Uh, shit, but he, I, I saw a guy years ago. Another time, I was in Vegas on business and stopped in a, a, the hotel next door. Had this, you know, world famous magician appearing, and I said, "Yeah, I'll go see this guy's show." And incredibly, walked in and I got a front row seat, mm-hmm. um, best seats I've ever had. And the guy was fantastic. But since I was so close, right? I mean, I could have, I could have touched him from my seat um, just by stretching out my arm. I, they call it showing. You know, it's when when there's a card up my up his sleeve, but you you can see it up the sleeve. Yeah, I saw so much shit that I shouldn't have seen for being that close. It was it was kind of disappointing. Yeah, sir, your zipper's open. Jeez. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, because I I always I was a. Uh... Uh, I, I, I was like, I want to be a magician, but then I started like trying to do sleight of hand and like coin tricks and stuff. And I was like, this is this is a lot of fucking work. I can't even. It's a ton of work. I can't even yeah. juggle. Yeah, it's really fucking hard. <laughs> Absolutely, I can't juggle either. No. It's it's uh, too much weird hand movements you have to do. It's like it's it's craziness. It's very good stuff. It is. It oh. is. So, so fun stuff. I love it. So now you you never you never seen a ghost or a UFO though. Uh, definitely not a, uh, definitely not a UFO. Although yeah. I'd love to, man, that, to me, that would be the shit, you know, to, uh, to see something mm-hmm. like that. I, I don't know why people are like so terrified of that. Well, maybe I do the, you know, the, the anal probes and sedation and so forth. That's kind of scary, but, um, that's, that would be the coolest thing to see. A UFO. I, th- I think if they're, I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't discount that they, exist i mean i think it's i mean you think of the the vastness of this universe how the fuck could there not be there better be another planet and the people better be smarter than we are on it i sure hope (laughs) my god (laughs) uh uh, you'd think if like a a ufo came here they would have technology that far far goes beyond the anal probe they probably got easier ways to get inside of you than than uh yeah yeah i saw you're a fan of art but you were a fan of art bell i still am yeah Still in. Well, oh, are you in touch with Art? Or? Uh, well, yeah, I got a, I got a, a Ouija board. Nah, uh, I listen. I still listen to like his show almost, almost every day. Still. To Nori. Uh, I don't really Do you, like Nori. Is it George Nori? Yeah, it's no. George, George so, Snorri. So you're listening to what you listen to old stuff. So you're listening to you're okay. I guess you're listening to the vintage Art. Okay. Oh yeah. So maybe you remember this show. Yeah, but I used to like Art too, and um, he, he does. Uh, he did great stuff. I thought he's you know yeah. He, there's no substitute for Art. Um, but I was, it was some years ago I was doing, um, overnights at KBC radio news and I'm driving home. It's probably shit. I mean, it's probably near the end of, of our show. It's early. And he had early. on, <clears throat> yeah, he, he had on, uh, this guy who was one of these, uh, back masking recording experts, right? Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and he was, he was revisiting, um, the Jean Benet murder. Okay. And he starts playing these recordings, and uh, Art's very attentive and so forth. And he goes, and he plays, and he says, now listen to this one. Here's John Benet's father, you know, in, in normal time, forward motion, making a statement to the press. And he 
hits play and you hear this guy say, you know, please help us find my daughter's killer. We're offering a reward, et cetera, et cetera. It's maybe a 30-second clip of saying what any distraught father would say. And he says, now listen to this in reverse. And you hear, like, it sounds like somebody speaking Russian. I broke her goddamn neck. Uh, I almost crashed my car. (laughs) So it was one of the funniest moments ever on Art Bell. I mean, I just just lost it. This is great. He had a lot of those uh, playing things in reverse stuff. Uh, It's like world leaders and, like, George Bush playing backwards saying... I, yeah, loves that shit. He's good. I, I sort of I I love art, but I sort of think that he kind of uh, ruined reality. Did he? Uh, How's that? Uh, he would he would talk to people and let anybody say pretty much anything, and then uh, mm-hmm. most uh, like news outlets or uh, public radio things wouldn't really let anybody say anything. So he's he kind of opened the floodgates for people to start talking, and then people started believing in. Um, anything like because he would also have scientists on too. Uh, uh, I'm not saying global warming's fake or anything, but but Art Bell was definitely a big uh, pusher of people that are saying that the world's getting hotter because like uh, he had the uh, what was that called the, the, when everything's speeding up? You called it. Uh, he had, oh yeah, um, it's, it's the reverse of entropy. What's it called? Uh, yeah, it's, I know what you're talking about. Though. It, but he was, he, quick... he had he had a lot of people come on and, and start talking about maybe pseudoscience that got adopted as being like oh, yeah. real science. But um, you, you know what? That's a great point. He did give a platform to kooks. And yeah, some of that shit clearly has, has taken hold in the culture. You're right. And yeah. I sort of think it was uh, his fault. Damn you, Art. No. <laughs> but uh, no, I, I, I love him still. It doesn't. We all have to is be able to make it. He's is he buried in Pa Rump? Yes. Yeah, he's out he there. Okay. I gotta go visit yeah. there one day. Oh, that's that's a weird place. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It, ho- lots of hookers there. I think the um, <laughs> wasn't the Bunny Ranch there. I think it is or was. Right. Uh, I always wondered if uh, Art was big into into hookers. He always went to places that seemed to have a lot of them. An odd place to settle, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. It's really, it's it's the like the surface of the fucking moon there. I mean, there's just nothing there at all, oh. except that. And, the, and the, the bunny ranch is just a collection of trailers, you know. It's like, it's pretty gloomy. Oh, wow. I thought it, I thought it was a, I thought it was like a big farmhouse or something. And there was people uh, in the The time I drove by, it, it, it was, it, it was, it was chain link and razor wire fencing. And it looked like you know, just a scattering of, uh, of, um. Uh, trailers yeah I'd, maybe that, that was a long time ago maybe it's changed i passed that up if i'm trying to get my rocks off i'm not going to some barbed wire defense place or it's, <laughs> it's, it's a little bit weird uh have a have you ever have you ever fired a gun have i ever um my god i uh some years ago before i got married when i was seriously into skeet shooting as a shotgunner i fired my I, saw, I actually wore out two shotguns. I had to have them rebuilt. Wow. Yeah, I, I fired a shotgun. I fired guns, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I think guns... Took my kids cool. to the range a couple of weeks ago, both my girls, and uh, I was so proud. They just, uh, they had great accuracy. They handled the guns well, uh, put nice patterns in the uh, silhouette targets, and made me proud, yeah. So I'm, I'm more scared, scared of horses than I am of guns. Well, you should be. Horses are a lot more dangerous. They're unpredictable. I've never, you know, nobody's ever been kicked by a gun. No. 
No, they have not. Well, you know, if you're hitting the back of the head with one. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Let's see here. Yeah. Uh, keep up. Uh, do, do you believe in ghosts? Do you think ghosts um, can exist? I, sure, I, I think they can exist. I mean, you, you look at uh, our our oral and visual spectrum is extremely narrow and limited. And uh, yeah, why the hell not? I mean, I, I certainly believe one has a soul, mm. and so if uh, that soul doesn't move on to whatever the next plane is. Maybe you could hang around. Um, I, I don't, I don't, uh, I don't uh, dispute that. I, I, I'm open to the possibility. Put it that way. Yeah. Do Do you think some people sure. don't have souls? Yes. No, I don't. I think I think everybody has one, but some some are literally already in hell. It's like a shitty there's, soul. There's a lot of people like that. <laughs> a lot of people like that. There's no, there, the, the the there are there are you know incalculable people walking this planet right now who are just evil incarnate they really are they just take they advantage more than of ever people in history well they're just horrible people you know they really are so and they they pass yeah. themselves off as nice hippies ascos <laughs> those ascos seeking to control others i'm gonna have to adopt this this <laughs> phrase here these ascos oh yeah <laughs> uh when yeah. when when somebody well if uh, how do you how do you relax larry because i'm sure you 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 notice all these ascos around so you how how do you uh, level yourself out? Well, um, you know, a lot of times um, um, a good a good method for me is I'll uh, ask Moose if he wants to take a walk, snap the leash on him, pop the earbuds in, and listen to podcasts, and uh, that sort of chills me out after a couple miles, feeling pretty zen. Yeah, yeah. Walking, walking, and uh, it gets uh, it lets you kind of leave the shitty existence that we're stuck in sometimes exactly yeah and the funny thing is how so few well i shouldn't say so few people some people have no respect for that because what i'll do is i mean people in la are not very friendly anyway (laughs) but i'll get into what i call my uh what's kind of like the uh don't bug me costume you know ball cap pulled low sunglasses buds in my ears and people still just you know stop and want to talk i don't want to talk if i look like this I, I, i'm not open to communication <laughs> you should uh maybe maybe like bring back like the punk scene wear spikes on your jacket and stuff like maybe giant. yeah snip a couple of grenades to my vest they probably still want to talk to you after that they're just like oh it's probably not, still hey no. where'd you get the grenade dude yeah <laughs> Muscle man, uh, yeah. Get get a horse and they'll get a home. horse. <laughs> Walk around with a horse. Like, My horse will kick I you. Have you. Do you ever go to the, the races? Do you ever go to Aqueduct or Belmont? Or uh, yeah, that's know? that's the when I went to that one time I went gambling. My friends like let's go to the, the Belmont. And when I went there, I, that's when I didn't know what to do. But it was a beautiful place. Yeah, it is a beautiful place. Or it was. Yeah, that's true. Nice everything's track. everything's falling apart, Larry. Is it? I, you know, I, you're right. I mean, certainly it is here, but you got to get out there. What I found, you know, I've made, I don't know, seven or eight cross-country treks in the past few years, and it's it's mostly falling apart here and in the Northeast. But, you know, what I saw in the midsection, um, still real nice. I mean, Arizona, Oklahoma, Missouri, Texas, a lot, a lot to like out mm. there. It's the yeah. coast. The coaster uh, eroding away. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> 
Ghost. They're not all elite, though, let me tell you. <laughs> Coastal elites, it's only a few. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, Larry, have you have you ever killed a man? Oh, wait, no. That's... No, not yet. Um... <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was not the question. That was not the question. Uh, the question okay. here is this one. Somebody, some, uh, do, do, you, do you think voting works? Man, that's a good one. Um, I'm not so sure. Really not. Do Do you um, vote? Are you a uh, registered I voter? I am. I'm an independent. Uh, I don't do parties, uh, and I never did until I my first daughter was born. Because I thought, you know, I don't. What do I give a shit? I'm just here for a while, and I'm and I'm out of here. <laughs> so might as well. But suddenly, I once a kid came along, I cared, and I started voting. Yeah, kids kids change your life. It's a they do, they do. No question. Have you any? Uh, I'm a rat. I've got like a hundred of them. Oh, that's right. I forgot. Oh, this, oh you guys. Oh, you're amazing. Yes. <laughs> They're running, there's a couple at my feet right now. It's, it's kind of, Get out of here, Billy. Ugh. Oh. He went flying. Oh. <laughs> do you, do you how think... Was uh, rat, how was the rat population in New York? I remember reading a stat, and you would know if this is true, mm-hmm. that in the city of New York at any given time... There are about eight rats per human being. Is that, is that correct? Uh, in Manhattan, definitely. Yeah. Uh, you go walking around Manhattan at night once the sun goes down. and Oh, I know. You, it's, it's almost like you have to do hopscotch over rats. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, you know, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's not – rats aren't dirty. It's the people that are dirty. They're just putting garbage out You're of the right. street. You're right. But the rats are just reaping the benefits. They're trying to clean up after us. <laughs> they, yeah, I guess they do that in some some way. Yeah, <laughs> they only eat plastic. Wouldn't that be good? <laughs> well, they're trying to get those uh, amoebas to do that or whatever. Uh, right, right. What's so, what's so bad about plastic anyway? Other than exactly, uh, other as than George Carlin said, it might be you know plastic bags <laughs> might be just what the Earth needs right now. Yeah, so, I'm, I miss George. You can say I miss him too. Yeah, we could definitely have some more George Carlin in our lives. Uh, Ah, do. do you have a do you have any uh, f- uh, comedians that you like now? Uh, yeah, I like um, I like Maniscalco. Maniscalco, he's pretty entertaining. Sebastian Maniscalco, oh, he's like a Bay Ridge guy. Really? You got to check him out. He's he he puts on some good shows. Oh, he looks like a Bay Ridge guy. Oh, totally. Yeah, he's a goomba, <laughs> and he's very funny, very funny, very enjoyable, and he's got that. You know, I you know I hung out and certainly. When I grew up in New York, most of my friends were Italian. So, I mean, so I can relate to that whole zeitgeist very well. Yeah. All right. I'll have to, all right I just followed him on Twitter so I remember here because I want to check that out. Yeah, he's good. I like finding new comedians. I haven't, I haven't uh, heard of him before. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. He's, I think you'd enjoy him. Very funny guy. And, and to, you know, to his, you know, <laughs> immense credit, he's old school. He doesn't do politics. He's not a clap comic. He's not looking for applause and approbation for his ASCO views. He just fucking makes a laugh. And that's what the real pros do. You know, some of these these people, these, you know, the Trevor Noahs, the the, the clap comics, the Seth Myers, you know, the, who's the guy? Colbert? Blow yeah. me. Absolutely without talent. Um, and people that laugh at him, they, they, they really, they have no soul. They have no sense of humor because the guy's not funny. It's it was, New York is pretty much all Colbert lovers now. It's just very strange. 
Oh, it pretty much has been. I mean, that was certainly the uh, the preponderance were that that type. Yeah, yes. We're all brainwashed. We're we're all brainwashed, Larry. Other than Tina from the Bronx, if you're following someone on Facebook, you should, you know you're hip to her, right? Tina from the Bronx. Oh, yeah, I know. <laughs> She's the one that love that uh, chick. Curses about politics a lot. She's fantastic. Yeah, I hope you're gonna. Vote. Well, you're probably not in her district, but uh, being in Brooklyn, but. I hope, I hope she wins. I really do. That would be really good. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, spice things up for sure. For sure. Bring some truth, some reality to that to that place. Yeah. <laughs> we, we, we're not in a uh, – our reality is very, very watered down. Like everybody tries to uh, say that – like it's the science stuff. It's like, oh, this is how it is by the books. But there's so much more to life. And you were saying even about like ghost and how how we have a very small narrow view of what we could actually what actually is there, that it's mm-hmm. it's kind of sad that people don't try to expand into into that weird weirder like they they don't even they don't even, Larry I'm just I'm just upset and I'm fed up with the world. <laughs> so am I, Nick. <laughs> Believe me, so am I. I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to get a yeah. dog. Get a dog. I highly recommend dogs. Oh yeah, dogs are the best people by far. Because they, 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 they're feeling life. They're living it. They're with you, and they, they have emotions. And they do. And they don't talk about politics. They don't talk about politics, and they're so low maintenance. I mean, all the dogs. It's just feed me, pretty much like feed me and walk me. Yeah. You know, play with me once in a while. That's it. It's all they ask. It's great. Ah. <sighs> Uh, okay, well, uh, I think I'm out of questions here. Oh no! Uh, do do you uh, do you have anything you'd like to talk about? Well, um, I'm curious about you know your views. First of all, here's one I want to right off the bat. Every every video I see yeah. in your fair city, everyone is masked. Yeah, I won't say that everyone is in L.A., but probably. I'm going to say 65%, even though it's it's not a mandate anymore in most places. You walk in the supermarket, you know, I get the oddball look because my face is bare. What's what's the deal there? Well, it is still mandated for two to five-year-olds. Get the fuck out of here. Yes. <laughs> Why? I mean, they're, they're impervious to this shit. What's their justification for that? Uh, Eric Adams is retarded. Uh, okay, well... There's oh, wait, don't 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 chomp on that word. Call him a fucking retard. He's, he's, a, he's a fucking retard. Uh, but Thank but you. there there's a there's when you're when you I have to give politicians some slack because uh, your opinion is there's always going to be more than one opinion about a person. So even though he's an mm-hmm. asshole to most smart people, to all the other assholes, he's a genius. So okay. Uh, the, the thing is that I think that there's a lot of people that are completely brainwashed and uh, they were beaten down by, by the pandemic. And, and they're mm-hmm. like, oh, you got to protect my kids still. My kids need to be protected. And if, and if these other kids aren't wearing masks, then, oh, my God, we're all going to die, the, yeah. which is r- wow. ridiculous. But there's a lot of people like that still. Yeah. Uh, uh, I would say about 50% of the people in my area still wearing masks outside, walking around by themselves. Mm-hmm. I'm just yeah. like, why are you wearing? Um, you know, they, yeah. it makes them feel safe. You see, I get, yeah, I get the indoor thing in, in, in a crowd. Okay, you know, it's understandable. Um, last time I was on one of my cross country trick uh, treks, 
I drove across the uh, shit. It was the God. I think it was a GW Bridge. I think that was it. And I was astonished by these people. On the, does that have a walkway on the side? I think it did. Uh, these, these if it does, people, it's very small. It's fucking gale force winds. I mean, it's, it's almost blowing the car into the next lane. And all these people are massive. What are you doing? What do you think is like clouds of COVID invisible, you know, about to envelop you and infect you? It's, it's, just, it's, it's mind-boggling why they do that. The, the masks make no sense to me at all because if you could still breathe while you're wearing one, then it's not stopping anything. It's, yeah. If I could see it maybe stopping like if you sneeze and all that, but if you're not outside sneezing right. and shit, then what's the – I really don't see the masks as anything other than a control factor. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's a control factor. I think for many, it's also it's a it's a uh, it's a it's a banner of this is who I am. I'm I'm an Asco, and I'm going to wear this <laughs> at all times because it shows. Showing, it's showing the colors, really. It's true, it's an, like an armband for the face. <laughs> face band, put your face band yeah. on. Uh, it's weird too because uh, in New York, there's anti-masking laws. Like you're not allowed to wear masks because you could rob people Damn. and all that stuff. But exactly, you know what? When this first started, I, I said to locals in here you know i'm pretty sure when i was a kid growing up in new york there was an ordinance that anyone no anyone over the age of 12 wearing a mask was subject to arrest because the assumption was you're going to rob a fucking bank yep or you know a grocery store or something so no masks (laughs) yeah i wonder if that's why robberies are up lately because (laughs) like i'm wearing a mask i'd rob people now and nobody like no But yeah, two two to five year olds are still uh, uh, mandated to wear masks uh, for oh no damn reason at all. Oh, God. oh well, one of my fifty thousand kids here just turned uh, just turned to uh, two, so his whole oh, life he wasn't wearing any masks. But now they're going to try to force him to wear a mask, even though he's been hanging out without one for two years. Oh man, that must be pissing you off. Uh, yeah, it makes me want to move to you know anywhere. Yeah. Well, they did that to both my kids at school. I mean, for a year it was uh, Zoom classes, and then when they went back, they're still mandatory masks. Well, let me see. My daughter's high school; they stopped that shit. Hmm. Uh, but for for a year, you know, she didn't know what any of her classmates looked like. It's it's just absurd, it really. Is yeah. It's it's really yeah. it's it's not science. Hmm. Uh, yeah. Um, believe the science. Believe the science. Do Do you drink any alcohol, Larry? I've been known to have a, a snocker now and then. Sure. What's yeah. What's a, What's something good to drink? I need to. Well, you know, there's so there's so much. Oh my God, you know, where do you start? <laughs> you know, what you go to? Like a whiskey, a, a bourbon, a beer. Well, I like a you know I like I like you know it depends on what I'm eating. I usually don't drink just for the drink it's usually to wash down you know something ah, gotcha. so uh for um you know if it's a you know it's fit if it, it, oddly i hate i despise the word pairings it's so pretentious <laughs> <laughs> but uh you know if i'm having uh you know some some nice italian chow uh i certainly like a bottle of peroni or two uh-huh. And um, for an, you know if you want to get the appetite really really want to pig out there's nothing like a belt of uh Johnny Walker Red to uh, get you uh, hungry. Um, and then, you know, sometimes after dinner, whatever, there's a nice, I, you know, being again, hanging out in New York as long as I do with all my Italian friends, um, Sambuca after dinner is <laughs> kind of hard to beat, isn't it? It's, it's got to have three beans. Uh, 
Yeah. In it. Um, and um, like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so that's uh, kind of my standards, I guess, when I do. Yeah. Okay, because it's apparently you're, you're just not a big alcohol. Because right now it's almost one o'clock, so I'm I'm, I'm about to start uh, he- heavy heavy so, drinking to block out reality. What's your, what, good. What's your what's your uh, libation of choice? Like? Uh, everything. Uh, I think my favorite is uh, whiskey. Any uh, I like a I like a whiskey. Any kind or what? Rye, bourbon, scotch. Uh, what's your Maker's Mark is is probably my favorite. Oh, I think that's a okay. I think that's a rye. Maybe I'm not too sure, but uh, yeah, Maker's Mark is a, a whiskey that I like. Uh, although I, I drink, I drink it all. I uh, good for you. If, I, if there's alcohol in it, I'll drink. Uh, uh, right now, I'm wow. sucking on some hand sanitizer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Listerine, <laughs> Millet, some aftershave. Can't believe people used to do that. <laughs> well, I guess you know. I think the, probably um, I noticed that when I when I moved from New York to L.A. My consumption of alcoholic beverages plummeted. I was very because wrong about in New York, Mark. you know, you can take a cab or a subway or bus to get just about anywhere. Here, you pretty much got to drive yourself, so you can't you can't really indulge here the way you could in New York. That's actually part of the reason I stopped driving because I like alcohol so much. <laughs> and I've I might have uh, drove drunk a couple times, and it was fucking scary. And I was like, no more driving for me because if. Because if I'm going to be yeah. doing this, then that's 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 not good. No. Yeah. Although you know, these days you're more likely to be killed by a texting driver than a drunk driver. Oh, that's yeah, that's definitely true. Um, yeah, and I I would I would further say that that texting while driving is far more dangerous than those who I'd much rather encounter a te- a drunk driver on the road because at least he's probably trying. He's probably looking at the road. And you could tell, and you could You're, tell a drunk yeah. driver too, because he's swerving all over. You're like, oh, stay away from. Well, him. I can tell a texting driver too. I see these assholes. I would say on the on the Los Angeles freeways, I'm going to say Nick that probably at any given time, a third of all drivers around you are fucking texting. It's horrifying. It is. It is. Yeah. They, they, and they do just... what I call the text drift. Because you see them up ahead, and they're not keeping a lane, and they're going, you know, 5 to 12 miles slower than the rest of traffic. You know they're texting. They should come up with, like, a, a heads-up display. Somewhere you could put, like, the, the phone display on the on the windshield so you could drive and text at the same time. Better. I was thinking more of, like, a, a bounty. If you can snap a picture of them texting while driving, Ooh. you can blow their head off and win money. <laughs> exactly. Make them ride horses. Uh, yes. Have Have you ever um, uh, done any drugs? No. Wow. Done any drugs? No. Never smoked. I, I shouldn't say that. I mean, if, yes, a couple of I, in college, I had a couple of you know, a couple of joints or whatever, or tokes off them. It wasn't for me. Really hmm. didn't like it. Um, so no, 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 nothing else. No. Okay. No other drugs. So no. you're pretty. You're pretty pretty clean cut guy. A little drinking with food and no drugs. Huh. I you know I have enough trouble navigating life uh, sober. So if I you know if I uh, inebriate myself with substances, oh my god, that would really be scary. So uh, did you uh, did you go to did you go to college? I did. I went to St. John's there oh. back in Queens. Oh, what'd you go for? I did. Communications, a double major, communications and business. Hey, yeah. now now you're in podcasting. I guess it worked. See that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There you go. <laughs> that was a very, you know what? St. John's campus sucks. It's kind of a joke. Yeah. Um, but as far as that 
I guess they say it's a very good law school. I wouldn't know. But, uh, and also the other thing there was big, they had a big pharmacy school. A lot of guys, um, you know, talk about drugs. They, they took that course there. But as far as communications goes, it was really good because unlike the other sort of marquee name brand uh, communication schools, which were like, I think, was, was it Ohio State or what the hell? Was, there were a few of them around the country. All those guys in Ohio were theorists, you know, um, which I don't put a lot of stock in. But yeah. all of my, almost all my professors in communication, these guys were doing it. They were, you know, producing a six o'clock news or they were, uh, you know, whatever. They're all working professionals who did it for the fuck of it. And so they, they knew what they were talking about. And uh, it was pretty good, pretty good program. It really was. Are, are you, uh, uh well, I don't want to, I don't want to pry into your, your life. Other than podcasting, do you, do you work? I do, but if I told you what I do, I'd have to kill you. Oh, it's, yeah. So I keep that. Uh, you know, it's like it's like Adam. You know, I I really think that Adam is probably in some way a, a CIA spook or something because his whole family is right. That's Isn't true. <laughs> and he's he's also a time traveler. He's, he could be. Yeah, he could be. I wouldn't uh, wouldn't put that past him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> did, did you uh had had did you know of Adam before uh like from MTV times? I did not. Huh. Um, I did not know no Adam. No. I used to, but, but I but I knew you know um, when when MTV um, was coming up, I didn't have cable, and uh, so I used to hear from my friends about this, and I'd go to their houses, and they'd have on MTV, and and I remember thinking, well, that guy's a fucking star. I mean, he's got the hair and the look, and the rest of them were just like mugs you'd meet at the butcher shop or wherever, you know, Coppola and uh, who the. Uh, Kurt Loder, who yeah. else were there? They were very, they were very average guys, um, but Adam certainly had that, you know, that star power going. And good for him. He deserves all the success he's he's gotten. You know, he's a pretty good guy. He's a pretty good guy. He is. He is. Uh, who do you think would win in a fight, John or Adam? <laughs> Wasn't Adam like six five or something? I mean, he's he's one of those. Tall, rangy. I think he's very tall. John's pretty tall too. Uh, Adam, oh, Adam is tall. Yeah, I, I met oh. both of them. I was actually surprised about oh, how did. tall John was. Oh yeah, how tall is John? Uh, he's about like six four or really? something. Okay. Yeah, he's up there. They're both big dudes. Okay, they are. And where did you meet them? In, a meetup? uh, in meetups in New York. Yeah. How cool. Where was the meetup held? Uh, for John, it was uh some fancy steak restaurant in Midtown. Hmm. I forget the name exactly because I was really drunk, but um, <laughs> it, it was a it was a good time there. There's a lot of people. Uh, there was a Rod Adams was there. I wanted to talk to him. He's a. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm not familiar with that name. He's a uh, he's Adams. he's into nuclear power and stuff. He's oh okay, but uh, he was he that was that's neither here nor there. But I met like John's whole family at the the steakhouse. That was pretty fun. Oh cool! And uh, then I met Adam at in Jersey City in uh, some pizza Jersey shop. City. Yep. At what? At some pizzeria. <laughs> At a pizzeria. <laughs> yep. Was, <laughs> How was the pizza? It was okay. Uh, yeah. Adam, Adam, though, I got to give him some shit. He ate the pizza with a fork and knife. Oh. It was very weird. That's that's very. Well, you know why he did that? It's European. Oh. Um, a good friend of mine, I grew. Uh, I went to college with him. We were very very close pals. He he grew up in Rome. And nobody in Rome picks a pizza up. They all do a oh. knife and fork. Yeah, oh. so I would imagine that, you know, what is he, Netherlands? Probably, it's probably throughout Europe. I don't know. Just guessing. 
that would be it's the european pizza influence on yeah if uh yeah yeah i do it like tony monero i stack two slices and just (laughs) gollum like a fucking crocodile that's why i ate my pizza (laughs) exactly (laughs) although pizza eating is a rarity in la because there's most of it sucks you you really there's only about two places in all of uh in all of la which is a vast city i mean it's probably a geographic it's it's probably five times the size of New York. Hmm. It's only about two good, decent, still not as good as what you get in New York, but decent pizza. And you can't get a good bagel here. Right? There's, there's one little, I don't know if it's still there, there's one little place in uh, Pasadena used to be pretty good, Goldstein's or something, a good, good bagel. Pizza and bagel's very hard to come by here. It's, it's yeah. uh, Usually they say it's because the water in New York is so good for the dough. That's what they say. In fact, one of the best places in um, L.A. is called Mulberry Street Pizza. And it was it was founded and run by the actress Kathy Moriarty, who was she was married. She was in um, Raging Bull, hmm. pretty successful actress. She was married to somebody famous too. I can't remember. And anyway, um, very successful. There's there's three or four of them around town: Beverly Hills and Encino or Tarzana. No, it's Encino. A um, couple others, four or five, always busy. And that's their claim to fame that they they said that they had. Gallons and gallons of water flown in from New York every week to make their pizza. So who am I to question that? It's pretty. It's probably the best in LA. Yeah. Ah, well, there we go. But maybe I should have started a water selling. Like I'll sell water from New York. I'll go down there to the, the East River and get some water. Yeah, and you know I can see the label now. You could call it Rat Kissed Water. And you, uh, you know. Oh, by the way, I remember another story I wanted to tell you. Since you are uh, in the rat family. <laughs> um, when I was very young, like, you know, birth to, well, actually I was born in Brooklyn, but from, in, in, as a toddler, um, we lived in Astoria, right? And my old man used to take us down to the river there under, it was the Triborough Bridge, I think it was, Hellgate. You know, mm-hmm. that, you know that area? Right? Yes, I do. Okay. Which is pretty cool. Um, for people who don't know, the reason they call it Hellgate is the currents are so incredibly stiff in this portion of the East River that there's there's you know whirlpools that have been known to suck Boston whalers to, <laughs> to the bottom. You know, it's really it's crazy. And as a, as a small kid, I would lie in bed at night, no air conditioning. I could hear the tugboats out there struggling. I mean, you know when they were heading into Hellgate because those engines would go from a low thrum to all of a sudden they, they sounded like a turbine whine just Ooh, getting through that shit. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, it's pretty cool. So anyway, we'd go down and have this. Astoria Park was a very nice park um, back then. Still is, I guess. And along the riverbanks one, one Sunday morning, we're just kind of meandering, and we hear these uh, explosions and then, and then laughter, right? Look over the railing, and below in the muddy banks of the river, which was pretty disgusting, um, were three or four guys, and they... <laughs> They had a, a uh, like a milk crate, a plastic milk crate filled with long neck Pepsi and other soda bottles, right? And what they were doing was they would, there's these enormous drain pipes built into the side of the bulkhead there that I guess they drain run, rain runoff or whatever into, maybe it was sewage, I don't know, but, <laughs> but into the river. And the, the diameter in these pipes is probably three or four feet. They're, they're pretty substantial. And what these guys, what these guys would do is they would light a, an M80 or an ash can, and one guy would sidearm it up that pipe as far as he could go, right? And you'd hear this, right? and then 
about, I don't know, maybe 30 seconds later, dozens of rats <laughs> would pour would pour out of that <laughs> pipe. And the, then the guys would go at them with the Pepsi bottles. It was the most bizarre thing I've ever seen. <laughs> and so there'd be like this big rat kill with all this broken glass. And then they'd, they'd wander another 100 yards down the river and do it again. Was it for fun or were they getting paid to do yeah, this? Yeah, they were. It's, that's, it's, it was New York hunting. It was hunting season in Queens, of course. Yeah. No license needed. <laughs> I guess that's what happens when you live like in an urban area without wildlife yeah. or anything. It's... Exactly. <sighs> Uh, we were pretty jazzed to see that. Like, Can we do that? No, you can't. Get back in the car. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, those poor, poor rats. I can't believe you told me that yeah. story, Larry. Oh. I'm sorry, Nick. I'm sorry. My I'm fan. sure they've outlived. Just send an email to Eric Adams. And he'll, he'll pass some legislation. No rat hunting. It's over. Let them run. Let's go politician hunting. Um, there you go. Yeah. Uh, Okay, uh, well, Larry, uh, I just want to say thank you so much for thank uh, you spending some time down the sewer. It's been a ball. And, uh, it's been a ball. And I would will love you, to talk uh, to you again you, at some point, too. Anytime. It's been a blast uh, hooking up with uh, with a goomba from the old country there. Hey. Nick, you know. Hey. Um, hey. <laughs> hey. Um, when, when are you thinking of posting this so I can, uh, I can uh, trumpet this to my... Oh, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna put this. Videos. This is gonna be playing on Wednesday night. So next uh, Wednesday night. Yeah. Oh, it's Friday the thirteenth right now. I know. Or Thursday Isn't morning. That crazy. Oh man. Yeah. Yeah. Do you do anything special on the thirteenth for? I'm gonna get some or? some M80s and, and throw it down to the subway. <laughs> some and, Pepsi bottles. <laughs> when people run out. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> gonna get yeah. re- revenge. There you are. Uh, but yeah, I'm gonna. This is gonna be on Wednesday night, and then uh, it'll be oh, cool. posted after that. Yeah, great. Well, please send me a link so I Will can do. bike it around as broadly as possible. And uh, it's been a pleasure, Nick. Thanks so much for having me. Heck yeah! Like, uh, is there anything you'd like to promote? Well, you know, if you uh, if you want to give a li- listen or check out more things, Larry, just slide over to thatlarryshow.com, where you will find uh, hundreds of episodes. Uh, and uh, other content and uh, commentary. Um, the most recent one, I, I put my episodes out, as I always say, on or about each Wednesday in the evening, and uh, you'll find you'll find a quite an archive there of stuff. Is so, the washed up dolls the last one there still? Uh, the washed up dolls was that was uh, two episodes back. The uh, one I just posted is called uh, "In Search of Reality." And you probably remember, I don't know how old a guy you are. I'm not going to ask because that's that's rude. But when I was a kid, there was a show that was very popular called In Search Of, hosted by William Nimoy. It's kind of an Art Bell thing, really, right? I've seen a couple episodes. Okay, so you're familiar with it. Yeah. And, you know, I was thinking about that. I, I don't know how I stumbled across the cheesy theme. And I thought today, if they if they if they if they ran that show, if they rebooted that show, it would have to be In Search Of Reality. Because we live in this in this bizarre world of the unreal of you know pregnant women, pregnant men, and seventy two <laughs> genders and so forth. So that's kind of the springboard, the jumping point. But then what I do is what I really love to do. I absolutely brutalize Joey, uh, the man in the White House, and I, I have several clips of his of his uh, latest uh, fusillade of lies, and I bust his lies, you know, um, statement by statement. With the, with the aid of my British friend, Matilda, who every time he lies, she shouts, Bush it! Bush it! <laughs> so. 
well, you know, they're all pol- all politicians lie, but uh, yeah, this is uh, that's true. They all do. Yeah, it's been craziness with the everything out there, right? And the market and the, they're sending oh. they're sending baby formula over to Ukraine or or the border it's or some insane. shit. It's just insane. It's it's, it's very just, strange. It's, the world's very lost strange. its mind. Yeah. Uh, well, also now that you brought up uh, Leonard Nimoy, uh, do, uh, do you like mm-hmm. Star Trek at all? Um, I um I you know I I, I liked um. The um, the original uh, Captain Kirk, um, Shatner, and Nimoy, and that crew, um, and then when it got into subsequent iterations, I kind of lost interest. Faded uh, out there, huh? but the but the original I thought was pretty cool. Yeah. Awesome, yeah. All right, okay. Mm-hmm. Well, there you have it. Go check yeah. out uh, yeah. that Larry show. Thank you, and uh, Larry, I would love talking to you, and I'll talk to you again soon. Okay. Thanks so much, Nick. <laughs> have a great weekend. Heck yeah, you too. Yeah, it's Friday. All right. I'm go blow up some people now. The 13th. Don't walk under any ladders. <laughs> and watch out for guys with Pepsi bottles. Heck yeah. All right. Take care, man. <laughs> See you. We got Roxy Lau with vitamin B12. Uh, no. 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 My Winamp is so... uh, I think it's hacked by the Russians right now. Got Roxy Lau with vitamin B12. Yeah, that's why I had it set up like this here. We'll be right back. I am Net Ned, but I am Trey. I'm fine. I'm fine. But Winamp's playlist is missing in my application. And I have to drag and drop from a folder. That I named.
uh, we're going to thank some people at this part of the show. There's still a lot more show to go. That was a that was a great interview with uh, Larry. Larry, uh, Larry, I'd like to talk to you again soon, and I'd like to keep on working on my audio. And uh, it's, a, it's a never never ending experience. Life, you know. Uh, the per the Peroni life is the life I want to live. Uh, I'm thinking about they got this. The Dark Sewer Network is building a helmet that affects the acoustics of your skull it's gonna be huge in the podcasting world coming up soon uh but either way uh we should thank some people because that product's not out yet so we're trying to make some income while we wait for these products to be developed and created to be sold on the black market um there's a p.o box as well where uh it's nick the rat radio at p.o box Nueve zero. How do you say zero in Espanol? Uh, cinco cuatro nueve. Brooklyn, New York. Uno uno dos zero nueve zero cinco cuatro nueve. If only I had a letter opener. I have to sharpen this thing. Here we go. That did nothing. All, all this work. All this work for something that I... I uh, for... For under... Uh, Jesus. This one's sticky. Answer to everything. Charge back forty-two cents. Thank you so much, Doctor Mike Roch. <laughs> Whip out your dictionary, net net. I need to. We're expanding into the <laughs> Espanol. That was a that was a good interview. I had fun talking to Larry too, and he is a uh, he's got good stories. Uh, my, my, um, I, I was off my, I, I, I haven't really done interview on like a Friday morning in a long time. So it was, uh, it was a different experience for me. We're, uh, you can also go to nicktherat.com, click on donate and there's a, um, yeah, uh, you, uh, there's a, there's a monthly subscription for 420 a month that equals up to about, I think like I get about $3, like a dollar per episode almost. Uh, which, Hey, it's a great way to show, uh, that. And you get your initials read on on the show. Millions of people are listening right now. We don't dox people. And you know, read your notes. It's a fun time. Either way, you know how it works. Uh, we have LB with 420. LB, thank you so much. And uh, I'd like to interview you. I, I've never, I've uh, never actually interviewed you. J.A. 420. Thank you so much, J.A. I'd like to interview you. You know, I've never really interviewed you before. Um, We also have um, I.C. 420. I.C., if you want to be on the show, I want. I would like to interview you. <laughs> 
Thank you so much, everybody that has uh, that's uh, KR. I would like to get your kidneys on the black market. What? Thank you for the 420 KR. Um, and those, wait, what is this? We have, we have a 420 times almost, uh, almost six, but a five, a 420 times five point something, $20 from GS. GS, I'd like to kiss, kiss you. Come on down to the sewer. Uh, just follow the mayonnaise trail into a sewer system near your uh, adobe. I know where you live. I could send the drones over there right now, uh, and then you just come on, follow it down. I'll give you a kiss. I'll be there, and I'll be there in a couple minutes. There, GS. Thank you so much for the for the twenty. Wow. Uh, those are all uh, some. Those are all the donations through the nicktherat.com. Uh, uh, or Nick the Rat Radio thing website. Uh, you could also give me Jeff Bezos money on Twitch. If you have uh, Twitch, if you don't, if you have an Amazon Prime account, and you're bored, I'll take uh, two dollars from you. I think uh, the the Twitch conversion of money is a lot lower than I don't know. Either way, uh, you could. Give me some free uh, um, buckaroos there. Either uh, uh. Quirkus. Quirkus has has uh, demonstrated this. Twenty one month. Thank you so much, Quirkus, for twenty one months of Jeff Bezos bucks. Cheers to you. Man. I always feel like there's a a van outside the sewer pointing energy weapons down here. I've been getting these weird headaches lately. Uh, And it's not from all the drinking and the smoking. Trust me. I know uh, drinking and smoking. This is a strange headache. Uh, Like voices in my head and such. I'm going to tell you more about that after we come back from this musical break. We'll also open up the phone lines. If you're a late night warrior and you want to talk about uh, that interview or uh, directed energy weapons or uh, anything, 917-719-5923. Cheers. Let's listen to. I'm gonna use the new system here. Stutterk, sick for me. Stutterk, if if you all the music I'm playing is a CC by 3.0, you can go to SoundCloud. It's all listed there. I have to. Uh, the scientists figured out that they have to download those songs and have local copies and then level them out so all the songs are at the same level. They didn't figure out why Winamp's being a bitch right now. Uh, we got... It's probably... Uh, probably being hacked by Putin. 
STDVRK, sick for me. Go to SoundCloud, Nick the Rat likes. Uh, we'll be right back with more Nick the Rat Radio. We have a lot to go. Give a call in. Let's talk. Please, let's talk. I feel like I'm really alone.
There is no remedy. Uh, Diane, is the phone line working? Uh, 917-719-5923. That's how you could uh, give a call in. We could talk about uh, your social security number, bank accounts, uh, any, anything really. Wow. There's not even a there's not even a voicemail. It's strange. I'm starting to think that the voicemails were all fake, and that people really weren't even calling in anyway. It's a it's a good reality. It's better than you know feeling like I know everything. Do you ever you ever grow up with social media? And feel like you uh, ruined most of your life because you were trying. You were chasing down numbers. I guess it's marketing too. I guess people in marketing just—that's their life. They turn people into marketers. We live in the United States of marketers. Uh, everybody's now a uh, marketing uh, like creature or something. Uh, hello, caller. Hello, Nick. Full disclosure, I am not real. I am inside your head calling you to give you the attention that you crave. Are you getting feedback attention? Yes. Yes. Your levels sound just fine, and you're very handsome. But are are you getting feedback? Like, no, I don't. I don't. I'm not talking about feedback for the show. Are you? <sighs> caller. Do I have to turn down my radio? I can be anything you want me to be. Can you be um, um, a flying airship with um, with like lantern lights on it and a live band, maybe playing a lute uh, with a, a flowing, a flowing, a beer taps flowing, and and maybe some ah. people dressed in uh, dressed as furries because yeah. they're fun. Yeah. Here we are. Do you feel it, Nick? What a wonderful world you've created for yourself. You've made all of this possible. This is great. Wow. Yes. Would you like another drink? How about a smoke? Maybe. A, can I do both? Sure. Would you like two mouths to imbibe? Oh, wait. I could take a butt shot. And smoke. I don't know because I can't really smoke with my butt. I I could probably drink easier with my butt than smoke with my butt. I think drinking is the harder of the two um, options there. So I'm gonna I'm gonna stick. You with can me. do anything with your butt that you wish. This is your reality, Nick. I can't chew food with my butt. I don't have butt teeth. That has never stopped you from stuffing tobacco into your butthole before. I pre-chew it though. Nick, tell me what it is. What do you most want? What do you desire? To get rid of the word is. I used to look up to the word is. is. So There's a whole bunch of is. stuff. Caller, caller. Hold on. Hold on, caller. I've been lied to. I've, I had epiphanies that were wrong, and it's very disheartening. Sometimes you wake up and you're like, wow, what I thought was reality turns out to be complete bullshit. Fuck. And I thought it was real for so long. It's never been real. Remember, the great deceiver, the great Satan himself, once forced you to ask yourself, it depends what the meaning of the word is. 
is. You should know, is is never is. Is there a van outside the sewer shooting uh, electronic radio waves towards my head to tell me stuff? Are you? Is, is never is, Nick. Is, is never is. Is, is never is, Nick. Hello? Hello from Spearfish. How did you get here? Oh, I uh, called in using the phone number on your website. You're... 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 You're electricity. Yeah, it's me. It's Stillwater. How you doing, buddy? You're electricity? Partly. I mean, that's how the human and uh, actually the mammalian uh, uh, nervous system works is through electricity, even though it is like we are a meat factory made of bones and flesh, but it's still pretty much run on electricity when you think about it. So, yeah, I am at least partially electricity. Can I ask you a very disturbing question? Yeah, I'm ready for it. Do you think that if... We were able to transfer more data over cable networks of flesh and blood and meat. Do you think society would be okay with that? Say you could get high-speed well, internet for half the cost and five times I, the speed. I, okay. I actually do have a thought on this. So I don't know if it's exactly that, but possibly... That might have been how the Aztec society kind of functioned. They were just sticking people into a, into a tube, a series of tubes. Well, and like they did the human sacrifices, but they also had like these intricate uh, uh, flowy systems where like the blood of their sacrifices would flow through like basically the whole freaking city. I mean... There might have been some spooky wooky shit going on there, is all I'm saying. Also, sacrifices was the social media of the time. Hey, did you hear about that? Uh, sacri- oh, my daughter was taken away. She's going to get sacrificed. Yeah. My oh, first and I sacrifice. apologize for using technical terms like that. The what? But, uh, like spooky wooky. Those are technical terms. But anyway, um, are you are you, well, hey, how you been, Rat? I haven't talked to you in a while. I've been uh, living on the edge, Stillwater. Living on the edge. Well, what's up, dude? What's been what's been ruffling your jimmies? Words. Yeah, I get that actually. <laughs> words do fuck shit up, huh? Yeah. So what words have been fucking your shit up? I think all of them. 
sometimes words just fuck shit up and you got to put them out there because that's the only way to communicate usually. You can't just go around feeling people up. It's not good. Sure, but I mean, what kind, what kind of words have been ruffling you? Um, um, a lot of numbers and colors. A lot of, you know, early entry. What kind of numbers things. and what kind of colors? Oh, zero has definitely been a feather ruffler. I don't even have feathers. Uh, for forever. Zero. The, the number zero has been a, a ruffler for you. Well, yeah. And, uh, and infinite. Is that because zero you're and scared of entropy? And everything in between. Okay. Oh, so all of them? And everything. Really? All of the numbers? But also nothing. Even all the nothings. Every... Dude, that kind of reminds me of a great movie. I hated math. Even though my mom's a math uh, professor and a math genius. <laughs> Were all your toys math-related? No, but... Okay, quick aside. There was this one time when my mom told me that... Uh, Mathematically, two parallel lines, we're always taught that parallel lines never cross because they're always just parallel, right? Yes. My mom told me when I was very young that at infinity, parallel lines meet. And then she showed me the formula for it. Well, parallel lines can also meet if they're drawn on a surface. I still don't know how to cope with it. <laughs> well, well, that's the I'm trying to. That's what I'm trying to tell you that I can't cope with nothing and everything either. Yeah, no, it's the same kind of thing, right? More or less, dude. Words can do that too. Words, words is the simplification of the numbers. I don't understand. Okay, okay I'm going to give a, you some advice that an old uh, cook uh, colleague of mine once told me. If you get caught up in the weeds, just take a deep breath yeah. and handle one weed at a time. And then before you know it, you'll be out of the weeds. All right? So just take simple. a Can deep breath. Can I get breath. through weeds faster than one at a time? Can I at least do two at a time? Just take a deep breath and Three? you will reassess Four? what's up. Five? Six? All right. You still with me, Rat? Seven? It's, it's, it's me, Stillwater. Remember, we were talking earlier. What were you? Can I ask you a question, though? Yeah, sure. Are there energy rays in m mobile vehicles outside the sewer in New York City right now? Probably. I, can... I mean, honestly, that's that's not a new piece of tech. That's been a war on for a while. Do you hear? Do you hear them too? Nah, they're just out and about. You just you gotta focus on what's important in life. What's if you want to be a kick-ass uh, worker at your job, number yeah. one, be here now. Turn off your phone.
Oh no, I'm here, I'm fine. Oh yeah. Still fucking eventual problem. You've done it before, come on, man. You haven't? Yeah, oh, this is your first time. Oh, well, you know. We all have a some, some people have others. Some people travel to dimensions. Some, some haven't. I don't know. I don't know where. I still fucking. Where the fuck am I? Oh, what? What is that? What the hell is that? Book manual. The fuck were they thinking? This fucking. Oh fuck. I... Oh no. Are you sure? Are you run outside? Fuck. Okay. 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 What the fuck is that? What the? What the fuck? Where? What's in here? Oh 
fuck no. Please enter your password, then press pound. You have four new voice messages. New message. What do they want to sell me? You oh, play this message. Press one. Message marked for deletion. What the New fuck message. Alexa from the credit card department. Oh, oh fuck. Reactor, discover, and exit. Great news. We've got you approved to completely remove your debt on oh, the really? credit card you got due to the economy crisis. Mm. This is a limited time offer oh. to get enrolled. Please press one now. Right, one. Message marked for oh. deletion. New what? message. Yo, um, I'm having some trouble with my computer. No. Oh, fuck.
Jesus. Alright, let's try this again. Move down there. Stay. Stay monkey. Stay monkey. Monkey. Stay there. Monkey.
Ponder thy snow globe. This Christmas, give your loved ones and family the beautiful blue glowing snow globe orb. Thy snow globe shall be pondered by all who lay eyes upon it. Does it make you horny? Yes, it does. Does thy globe make thy vagina drippy drip drip? Oh yes, it does. Call now, 917-719-5923 and ponder thy snow globe. <laughs> this Christmas in a stocking near you. Hello, comrades. Do you know how it is hard to go onto a website with lactating men or watching little children ride little animals and then you hear knock at door is government man with gun waiting to shoot you, lock you up, put you into a cage, and put you on display for Lord and Savior Putin to beat you with his penis? Yeah, this is no good. I do not enjoy it either. And uh, most VPN services in uh, communist Russia, it's uh, no help, does not help me become the pervert in, of the uh, future that I would like to be. So basically, uh, there is new service recently purchased uh, from Mr. Bemrose himself uh, to put into Russia. It is Sir Bemrose's uh, Russian VPN. Uh, it's now owned by Russian government. We do not spy on the people. The packets are always kept hidden, like undercover. You cannot see, they do not see the packets. Uh, you go onto your uh, dating website, you look for partner, you are big, uh, you big horny hentai man. Your government won't know. They won't come to your house, knock on your door. Uh, if you order drugs uh, like marijuana or any type of drugs on the internet, they do not care. They, they will look right through it. They, they just see static. They do not... Uh, they do not see what's going on. Uh, trust me. You could trust me, your friend, Boris. Boris VPN on off. Uh, Sir Bemrose talked to me on phone personally. He sound little much like a little boy. Sound like Mr. Bemrose doesn't work out much. His pecs are probably really small. My pecs really big. Uh, I think Mr. Bemrose started the VPN service to go look at my little pony websites. And he was being harassed by his government man because uh, Senor Trump, he he does not like pony boys. But uh, he sold his technology to the Russia. And now we are advertising Mr. Sir Bamros's Russian VPN is new addition to old Sir Bamros VPN service. We, you and me together will make world great again. Uh, you don't have to worry about being spotted for... I don't know what the sponsors are here tonight. Uh, while I was listening to that, though, I, I figured out 
I figured out a way a way to fix reality. This is this is the great thing about uh, Nick the Rat advertisements. While you're listening to them, you think of other stuff other than the actual advertisers, uh, and that's why we charge so much for the spots. Either way, to fix reality, check this out. After I ask this question, late night warriors, I want you to think about it. Uh, we're going to listen to a, a little music, then we're going to open up the phone lines after. And then you are going to call in and tell me how I'm wrong. Or right. Okay, here, the fixed reality. Instead of voting on uh, stuff, we vote on questions. We have, we, uh, uh, we have a public questionnaire that we vote on. We cast our vote on the question to be asked to politicians that need to be answered, and if they're answered unsatisfactorily, unsatisfactorily, then we cut their heads off. That would be, I think that would fix reality, right there. Uh, a little a little old French-fashioned uh, French uh, um, truth, a little, little truth, because th- politics are completely missing tr- the truth these days, especially since uh, they repealed... That thing that lets fucking government lord over corporations. It's very strange that the people are scared of uh, scared of big government, but then there, it's... Obviously, it's big corporations running the place. We should have government to regulate everybody equally. But government needs to be open. The only place it would need to be closed would be in the spy world. Uh, let's listen to some music. We'll be right back with more Nick the Rat Radio. Give me a call and tell me if you think that we should vote on questions that need to be answered until a head's cut off or not. We have M. Stanley with Am I Dreaming? You probably are right about now. Take my hand Oh, yeah. 
Diane just vanished in a puff of smoke. Uh, 917-719-5923. Give me a call in the sewer. Uh, we're taking... <clears throat> we're talking about reality. And if we need a little bit more of an extreme... Is that a voicemail? A little extreme... 917-719-5923. Uh... How do you know if your question? Who gets to ask the question? There would have to be a, a like a community question drop off, and then like, um, and then there would just be you know there'd be rounds of instead of people like playing sports ball or trying to throw a ball into a hole or trying to put things into holes or or trying to change things into one thing into another thing and then putting it into that thing instead of doing that stuff. Just have everything way out in the public, just so you could see it all. And the people that have really fucked up questions, just put them on a watch list, okay? You know, hey, we could all just watch each other. We could uh, self-regulate, uh, right? Isn't self-regulation a, a thing? I mean, possibly. Caller, how are you? Hi. Hey, it's, it's me again. I just wanted to talk about books for a little bit. Is that cool with you? Megan, you could talk about whatever you want. All right. So I've been reading a lot of books lately. Um, but the first one I finished is uh, The Night Circus uh, by Aaron Morgenstern. Sounds like a made-up name, if you ask me, but... Aren't they all? And he, the ninth, he really the killed it on this one. Or Ninth Circus? The Night Circus, yes. The night it's like circuit? a, a the magical night... circus that shows up uh, around your town or city in one of the fairgrounds or wherever you have circuses. Yeah. And then it's always after dark and it's always magical and everything Do like that. Do they rob you? But Do they rob you? I... Well, so, okay, okay. So the plot of this is... Um, there's two ancient magicians that have two different philosophies on how magic should work or whatever. Yeah. And every now and again, they set up a contest where they each pick their own uh, apprentice and then train them up and then they have them compete against each other at some sort of venue. And in this case, the venue is the night circus. But what I... Can I do a non-spoiler review of this? 
Um, if you're listening and you don't want to be spoiled, turn this off uh, now. No, 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 no. There's no spoilers. I'm just going to describe how she uh, tells the story and kind of her narrative framework because it's very unique and masterfully done. And I didn't know what it was until way past halfway through the book. And that is another mark of a great storyteller because she was very subtle about it. Oh, and I, this is, you could only you could only is, uh, say unless uh, if the, you could answer me one question. Okay, what's that? If you could tell me where they got their magical powers from. Studying. All right, you could tell the story. Studying and experience. That that really is uh, what they did, and well, uh, okay. So before we get off on this other tangent, I need to focus on the kind of story structures that she picked because it's clockwork. She has three different timelines of the main narrative. And is this kind of like the the pulp fiction of Harry Potter? Um, it's not quite the same because technically this is a romance novel, even though it's not super heavy on the romance. It's and, probably romantic. Uh, this, the whole story is probably romantic. Well, uh, yeah, and, and and this is why this is uh, easily my top favorite of my guilty pr- pleasures. You know, uh, yeah, the Notebook is up there too because that's just a fucking great story. But um, did you read the Notebook? So. Yeah, but we're we're talking about the Night Circus right now. Uh, But without without spoiling any of the story, I can tell you that the way the narrative works, works like a clock, which has um, a lot of significance in the story because one of the characters designed a clock based off of he was given a fuck ton of money and he was told that it has to be dreamlike. And so he made this awesome clock that over the course of 12 hours, it slowly melds apart and reveals other pieces. And in the book, it's described this, this clock will play out a full chess game will have the all of the stars in the constellation and it dances a beautiful dance and then at the very end of the 12 hours it comes back again and looks like just a plain, plain old black and white clock and that object really describes what this story is all about a black and white clock and yeah, yeah. In fact, the whole night circus is a black and white scheme, and all of the fanboys and fangirls that are huge, like, follow this thing around, they dress in black and white with, like, one red scarf or a red kerchief or hat or whatever. Were they commies? 
No, I don't think so. I, I well, and this this takes place in steampunky area. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, a... yeah, yeah. Which is where uh, train work and gear work and that kind of. It, this is really a good steampunk mo- novel too. If you just like steampunk for what it is, but yeah, um, I really loved it. And the since it is a romance novel, it made me feel guilty, and so I also started reading uh, uh, some Orson Scott Card sci-fi novels. Have you ever? And so I'm have into, you ever used an audiobook? Have I read audiobooks? No, you don't read. You listen to them. Have you ever listened to an audiobook? Yes. And actually, my favorite one is um, The Areas of My Expertise by John Hodgman because it's hilarious. And I like for as early on as he did it, he used the most of what was available for audio only on uh, an audio book. He had music, he had uh, different segments with uh, different jingles, and um, and he was making shit up hilariously, and uh, it was delightful. Caller, if you, if, you didn't, if you weren't able to listen to an audio book, would you rather read the book or watch somebody do sign language? I would rather read the book because I love reading books Why? anyway. Why I do mean, I have, okay. Holy cow. That's I have some of my favorite thing. That's one of my favorite things to do when I'm at the bar. What? Sign language? Yeah, um no, uh Actually, like the bar out, would be a good place to do then, sign language. And then I go to the bar, I get a drink and then I, I read a book for like 4 or 5 hours. I always wanted to do that, but I figured out that it's easier and cheaper just to drink at home. It is cheaper that way, yeah. But then you want to get out of your home, right? I I think I'm too cheap to leave the house. Well, you see, I've um, kind of hopped my own brain because I figured out that if I can get really absorbed in a book, then I can get that first drink and then sit there and read for like five hours. Well, you know, sometimes the book and um, the location, like I was reading, uh, I was in uh, Lower Western Manhattan, Lower, Lower Western Manhattan, Lower West, mm-hmm. uh, and I was reading like uh, 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 H.P. Lovecraft and it was just like the neighborhood I was in and the book I was reading, it felt felt like I was surrounded by fucking fish people. So yeah, I guess I guess um, trying yeah. to ch- changing your environment and reading in I different think environments. I remember is good. reading that same one too. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm, oh, I'm talking yeah. about I'm talking I about sign language on like when, on when you're when your politician is talking to you. Would, wouldn't you rather just read like why why is there uh, sign language people on TV if they could have uh, subtitles? I don't. This, I'm curious about this whole uh, rise of the sign language people on uh, political public TV. One of the things that you can get from the sign language people is facial expression. Yeah, but you have to. um, uh, Sign language uh, interpreters 
are very much like emotionally involved in all of their uh, movements. Yeah, but but Which, you could, as a martial artist, I can appreciate. They're uh, they're changing. Not everybody knows how to read, but then. Mm-hmm. Wait, do do more well, people know how to read why, or know? Why sign not uh, record all types of uh, information on that kind of stuff? You know, we gotta keep our records. I just, I just think uh, uh, text to speech is more um, is is a better way to yeah, express my, what my a, brain a started out too, and I completely forgot what we were talking about. We were talking about what? Um, um, how how are you? How are you relaxing these days? Oh, I'm doing great. Um, I'm glad you asked. Uh. Yeah, I'm working at the burrito place again, where I'll be making more money. And also, I've been um, I've been reading uh, Orson Scott Card. Um, I started with Ender's Game, and then I read uh, Speaker for the Dead, and now I'm on Xenocide, and it is awesome how much crazy stuff is going on right now. Oh, it's a good it's a good read. It's a good read. I recommend it. It was it was it was a good read. Uh, I can't I can't imagine going that far into their um into that story though, like aliens attacking Earth, uh insectoid aliens and having children mm-hmm. bred to cuz if you're if you're if you have enough time to breed children to be uh, military uh, superstars you you have you have superstars that exist already that are older than children Kaya, that is a very unique way to sum up the entirety of the Orson Scott card uh novel cycle because um after this novel I was going to go and read uh, uh Ender's Shadow which is the whole story about Bean. Mr. Bean? And, um, oh, I love Mr. Bean, too. Uh, uh, Rowan, oh, no, Rowan what, was Atkinson? what was the actual actor's his, name? It was Rowan Atkinson? His daughter. Is that correct? His daughter looks just like Mr. Bean. No, um, I think Mr. Bean is one of the most genius comedians out there on the same tier level as Terry uh, Gillian and John Cleese. Uh, agreed. Agreed. They're they're different. They're different people though, and different comedian actors. They are but, different. Uh, well, well, you, they can, you can put them in a bad movie and it'll still high be good. Tier, you know, they are so good they can make a bad movie good. There's a lot of comedians out there that if you put them Honestly, in a bad movie, <laughs> it's still a bad movie. But if you put if you see mm-hmm. one of those actors in there or one of those comedians, you're like, this is even though it's a bad movie, it's still I can watch it. It's watchable. Yeah. Heck yeah. Yeah. Well, anyway, it's it's good to hear your voice again, Nick the Rat. It's I I had to switch from nighttime to daytime shift and that's really tricky. And that's probably why i've been absent for a while but it's good to hear from you again and before i go i also recommend 
William Gibson, the father of cyberpunk. Yeah. Neuromancer is an outstanding novel. Neuromancer by William Gibson. And also, do androids dream of electric sheep? That's where Uh Blade Runner came from. The worst part about it is it's by Philip K. You can't you can't use that kind of language on this show. Um, let's listen to. Uh, the show's broken. I'm still trying to slowly navigate through this minefield. We got uh, Frank Mel. The whole of one half. Wait, we have a, another caller coming. Who is this caller? Hold on one second here. This is a uh, hello caller. Hello, Dick the Rat. Hi, you have reached... Um, Diane, what's the name of the show? My parents taught me how to read, but it was only the Bible. It's a good book? Is he the first superhero? He's not even the first superhero, is he? Who? Moses? No, the there was books before the Bible that descri- described superheroes, right? Yeah, most definitely. Most definitely. How's your night going? How are you? I am really. I'm. I'm at the. I'm at the edge of the seam of reality. Oh, uh, let me clarify. Was that seam as in S C E N E or seam? Both. I can I combined both of those words into a new new word. There was an it was like an S H, like a Sean with an S H or S E, and I can put those two. And uh, no, it's I'm I'm pretty good actually. You know, life's not horrible. I think gas hit five dollars a gallon, which means everything is going to get really expensive soon. Yeah, I uh, place I usually stop at. 419 today we're not really like 20 minutes to the city uh, too bad it wasn't time. 420 that would have been cool <laughs> hell yeah <laughs> hell yeah <laughs> we ain't only getting uh, marijuana tonight Bang. here have, sniff this rag have you ever have you ever rolled here. a blunt ever rolled blunts I used to roll blunts what, did a you use white owls or or Dutchies. Um, yeah, I guess it would have been White Owls for the papers. Did you crack it down the middle and then re-roll it with the crack down the middle? Or did you use like the leaf and wrap it around? Uh, I took a Leatherman and I sawed that mother in half. And you just slurped it back I... together? <laughs> Here, smoke my spit. You know what saliva I've probably smoked in my lifetime? Goddamn straight, hell yeah. I wonder if that's it giving me any weird healthy. superpowers. Smoking, I would smoking saliva. So. Yeah. So you had a question. Um, I did. I have a question. It was something about uh, cutting heads off. Oh. Do you think the world would be a better place if we voted on questions? And if you answered them uh, to another vote of uh, – if if it's like a more than 50% dislike, you got your head cut off, 
Wait, no, this is like of of truthfulness. Not like not like if we liked your answer, but like that was that was a proper answer to the question. You know what I mean? I can uh, I can explain it slower in I, different I, words. I think I think you would run out of people that would want to do the job very quickly. Yeah, but because <laughs> I don't think I don't think normal people. So that would fix the problem. Then. Tend to, yeah, there's a. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Case closed. Another people would only do it for the actual for, uh... actual betterment of. It's like, do you play video games, caller? I do play. I was playing some video games today, actually. So you know about? Do you know about? There are things called patches. To video games, they they update like the rule set and the code. I like I like my I like the sort of video games you got to blow in, early oh. simulators of them. So those yeah. those uh those rubber ones that look like beautiful blonde uh, uh, ladies. Yeah, yeah, that's the one. Hey, <laughs> what do you know about Celis? <laughs> about what? <laughs> or Celeste. Oh, oh. <laughs> I know, I'm I'm more of a, a Tifa fan. Mm. Yes, this is this is also accurate. <laughs> That's what the uh, I don't know the 14 year old version of me would say. 14. I I don't know. It was just maybe that was. Okay. I'm I I think like. Put a put a gun to my head. I, I think I think I'm more in tune with Cel, uh, uh, Celis, Celeste. God damn! And it's the name out so long. I don't even know how to pronounce it anymore. Well, Tara was pretty cool. I know who you talked about you though. Know? I liked. Uh, uh, was his name Leo? Do you remember? Do you remember Leo in that game? Uh, Sergeant Leo or Captain Leo? Oh, press F in the chats, everybody. <laughs> He was he was a cool character, and then uh, you know the big K came. Yeah, po- poison that, that poison crazy that well. Clown fuck. He is a yeah. They've never been that able to. Uh, these these new games don't encapsulate. Uh, I think the evil that they were able to uh, portray in that game. Mm. Like he he yeah. poisoned and killed. Cities and towns and, and people and entire like yes, what's an when's the last castle? Yeah, have you ever seen a like a new Final Fantasy game after that? That was like, oh, we just you know we we set a nuke off. We did some, we did uh, phosphorus clouds. We uh, see you might have me beat there because I think the last mainline one that I played was ten. Uh, so I don't know what happened after that. They always have like wars. They have like warring cities. Like, oh, the warring city. We took this city over. Oh, they blew up my house. Oh, now I look like I'm dirty. But they they never like kill off a whole like they never like uh, genocide an area. I think I don't know. Maybe they have. They might have. They well, there's there's those Ultima weapons. They blow up like whole fucking chunks of a continent. I guess I'll shut up now. And well, and they did drop the plates yeah. on the uh, on the slums at Midgard too. That was pretty jacked. That is pretty. Uh, that's a that is a 
a, a proper, proper, uh, what is that called when you sit on somebody's face You're, with your balls? A tea bag. That is a proper tea bag to a large portion of the population. Sorry, I was, I, I immediately went to a good time. <laughs> Having a good time? Oh my goodness. <laughs> Uh, but yes, uh, uh, patches. Yeah, it's uh, they're interesting, I suppose. Or do you know about I guess the ones that always? Do you know about directed energy weapons at your head? Uh, like psionic attacks. Yes, uh, via the government. Mm. See, this gets into some some weird shit. Uh, yes, I have heard like some voice of God projecting thoughts or. Maybe images getting inside of people's heads. If that happened to you, would you? Like, what would you do? Would you give in? Uh, well, uh, one time something similar happened, and this woman inside of my head started telling me to uh, imagine red rectangles, and I thought, "Holy fucking shit! Who the fuck are you? And what are you doing inside of my head?" And then she got really pissed off at me, and I was like, okay, I'm sorry, I'll, I'll do it. And then uh, it's like holographic. And you were totally lucid. You weren't dreaming. You weren't on drugs. This happened to you. There was a another voice in your head, and it was a woman's voice, and you said, why are you here, and you kicked her out? Uh, well, okay, there's, there's two incorrect statements. I never said that I was sober. <laughs> Oh, uh, okay. Okay. And, and uh it was no um it was marijuana. It was marijuana. That was I the only thing I was Mary. on. You were you were stoned, you were high. But a lot. But a lot. Like getting ready to come back across Canada and I gotta make sure everything's gone. Right. <laughs> so you smoked uh, a shitload of marijuana and Canada Eight, turned into eight, a woman like and started talking to you in your head. I the remained whole, myself. The whole state. She was in my head. Country. She was in my head. So, and I didn't kick her out. I, I decided to see what she wanted. And I fulfilled her request. And ooh. it just it felt like I was doing a flyover across my brain that looked like a circuit board. And there was all these circuits, uh, like solenoids. I'm sorry, not solenoids, but uh, capacitors, like sparking. And uh, as I was flying over, the the sparks would like turn into fucking fireworks and shit. It was weird. Are you a better person now after this experience? Mm. I indifferent, not applicable. Huh. Uh yeah, I did. I definitely uh <laughs> didn't write a manifesto afterwards. If that's well, what you, no, I, if that's I'm what you're getting at. I'm just saying this was an experience <laughs> you had, and it affected you. Did it affect you in a good way? Are you, uh, are you, are you, are you enlightened now from this? Are you a, a an, an awoken? No, I, 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 I would. Yeah, that's yeah. That's that just feels kind of inaccurate or like a stolen valor sort of scenario. Are you, it was just a long string of Are you a perfect creature of light? Are you a 
Nope. A warrior of light? Hmm. I mean, I'd like to... I, the fact that I say I would like to, I... So you are a warrior of light. If you say so. <laughs> I don't I don't know. That's how these games say. work. These games do work like this. You're told something and you become the creation that was told to you. Um there is a very fine line between fate and free will. It's your your free will lets you take that ride, but that ride is already there. There's a there's a ride for whatever ride you're willing to take. You could switch it at any point. And that's that's the uh, that's how it works. You're starting to sound like a Robert Anton Wilson video I was watching the other day. He was talking about Crowley, and he just you know, thy will is the law of the land, and it's it's just going out there and and being. It's pretty interesting stuff. It is, oh, but like, it also it still doesn't matter. <sighs> Do you ever get that itch in the back of your throat that only the inevitable heat death of the universe could scratch? It could take. It could be scratched a lot easier. It could be the feather of a poisonous <laughs> I microbe. I know you like to get wet, rat. Call her. Yes, pick the rat. Call her. Are you are are you are uh you are are you are. What. The whole of one half, Frank Mel.
me on. Making a fool of me. Isn't this Epstein versus Epstein? Oh, yeah, just having some coffee over here to get the taste of hookers out of my mouth. Has anybody here had to read A Streetcar Named Desire in high school? Okay. Most of you probably got to read the spark notes. You're lucky. So there's a saying at the end of it that Blanche says. It's something along the lines of, I've always relied on the kindness of strangers, and I want to come back to that in a moment. So I have a repair shop in Manhattan that employs 12 people. Most of the people that work here barely graduated high school, did not go to college, did not get amazing grades, yet they are very, very talented at taking a 10-layer circuit board that has thousands of components on it and within five to ten minutes figuring out exactly what's wrong with it. And these people who are unauthorized, uncertified in every single way, who got C students throughout high school are responsible for us having a better rating than any Apple store in a 20-mile radius on Google Maps and Yelp, which I'm very proud of. Now, many people may wonder, why are we here? If you're, you're already doing very well, why do you need a bill passed? And what most people don't understand is what we have to go through in order to actually be able to provide services to customers. My customers think I go to apple.com slash parts and I buy the chip that I need. I go to their knowledge base and I download a schematic. They have no idea that the schematics to be able to fix their devices come from random Romanian FTP servers where somebody in China took a USB drive off of a desk, risked their job to leak that so that we would be able to get access to that thing that just 20 or 30 years ago was commonly distributed when you bought the computer. Or that the charging chip that goes bad on the motherboard, we don't get to buy that from the manufacturer. What we have to do is there's somebody somewhere who is going to take the stack of boards that are being thrown away because they were not fit for production, take all those boards, chop them up into pieces so that they can get them out, take them out in their clothes, and then sell them to everybody else so that we can get access to a charge chip so that you can pay $200 to get your device fixed rather than $1,500 to $2,000 at Apple. This entire industry relies on the kindness of strangers, and we are asking to be able to rely on something more novel than that, an add-to-cart button, the ability to do what people in every other industry do, which is simply go to a website, source a part, and then purchase it to be able to do what we do. We are electronics repair techs and computer nerds. We're not trying to be Nicolas Cage's character in Lord of War, but that's what it's like to be able to do our job. And many people will come to our shop and say, ask if we can fix a certain device that we have to turn away because there has been no stranger there to be kind enough to make the schematics, the diagrams, and the chips available so that we can fix it. So today, we are seeking the kindness of a different set of strangers, those in the New York State Assembly and Senate. And I hope to get a favorable reading on this bill. Thank you very much. Extremely disgusting, nefarious things with hookers and cocaine. There. More or less. Now there's just uh, just homeless people. So I guess I guess you could I guess you could have sex with homeless people if you want. But yeah. Choice yokes. You've chosen the entertaining channel. When you can't stand the pace in the big rolling race, come on in where it's safe, where the menu. There's a smell in the air that reminds you of care. You've got something to get, and it looks like your pain. Aren't you hungry? First, we take some rat parts and fry them up real nice. Then, we skim the case and 
and stuff there. There's a lot of buttons to press. But it is for a defective equipment. It's $80. Uh, you have till September what? 16th to take care of this. So you don't even give a warning for this? You've been driving around for six months like that. I'm truthful. Well, I don't want to sign it because I don't want to do that, you know. You don't want to sign it? No, because I don't think that I deserve to pay $80 for something that... Is fixable and I can fix it. All right. That's all you want. Go ahead, to do. step out of the car. Why? Because you're under arrest. Step out. You be fair with me and I'll be fair with you. Step out. No. You're under arrest. No, I'm not. I'm placing you under arrest. Step you out. You are full of because you're not placing me under no arrest. Do not, do not oh, take shut off. Shut up and give me that and I'll sign it. Step out. No. no we're beyond that. You want me step to out. Get out of the car! 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 You better leave me! Put your hands behind your back! Leave me alone! Put your hands behind Put your hands like opening my closet and Darren popping out. <laughs> All right, so we are speaking with Larry. Now, I might mispronounce your last name here. Blydner? Yes. Yes, I nailed it. I was practicing all night with that hooker. Uh, <laughs> she said very, very, very lovely things about you. She said, uh, she said you're, you write books, which I didn't know about until she was telling me about this. Yeah, she, she, she actually showed me her, uh, Mac Daddy book. She, she whipped it out while we were. Bob Dylan seems to me a totally pernicious influence, the nasal whine of death and masochism. Certainly, this would be a more cheerful world if there were no Dylan records in it. But Dylan and his audience mirror each other, and deserve each other as Marx said. A morbid society creates its own morbid gravediggers. <laughs> um, and also you're a, a podcaster. And, 
And it's it's a it's a good thing that you are because you have you have even a more beautiful buttery voice than Darren O'Neill himself. Darren reminds me of like a, a sports newscaster, and you remind me of the uh, sensual uh, book reading voiceover guy. Ross. May I have a word with you? Oh, of course, Donald. We've been getting reports of some very angry behavior on your part. What? Threatening letters, refusal to meet deadlines. Apparently, people now call you mental. Yeah. <laughs> we want you to speak to a psychiatrist. You don't understand. Ugh, this is so silly. Um, this is all just because of a sandwich. A sandwich? Yeah, you see, my, my sister makes these amazing turkey sandwiches. Her secret is she puts a, an extra slice of gravy-soaked bread in the middle. I call it the moist maker. I put my sandwich in the fridge over here. And <laughs> I, I'm sorry, I... I believe I ate that. You ate my sandwich? Hey, it was a simple mistake. It could happen to anyone. Oh, really? Did you confuse it with your own turkey sandwich with a moist maker? Do you perhaps remember seeing a note on top of it? There may have been a, a joke or America of some kind. That said, it was my sandwich. Now, now calm down. Come look in my office. Uh, some of it may still be in the trash. What? Well, it was quite large. I, 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 I had to throw most of it away. You, you. My sandwich away. My sandwich. My sandwich. Uh, hold on one second. I might not have even been recording any of this right now. <laughs> Darren, I need you. <laughs> All right, hold on one second here. Uh, you are coming through which port here? Virtual bus. Let's record on B2. Uh, let's see. Are you getting feedback here? Nope. It's nice and clear. Five by five. Nice and clear. Five by five. <laughs> ah, let me clear out my throat one more time from that all that hooker juice. Hold on. <laughs> all right. One more time here. Yes, I did. No. I, I I don't remember. No. Don't put words in my mouth. Yes. Yes, it's true. I lied. Thank you.
December in 1989, uh, in the province newspaper, the province newspaper in Vancouver, Canada, this is a Canadian story, usually you don't get too many Canadian stories on a uh, uh, podcast, so this is, this is a, uh, a first for many. It, it, it reported that Gibson intended to crush a... Okay, a Quarkus, turn off. I didn't... This episode was not meant to be... Have so much animal cruelty within it. I don't know how it came to this. It just seems to happen. There seems to be this weird thing in reality where... Um, uh, people... The animals are slaughtered at uh, gigantic rates... At uh, horrible, horrible, horrible things, uh, and 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 nobody seems to care. It's just part of reality. It's just what we are these days. It's just uh, it's normal. It's a normal. I understand it because some things just happen. Uh, if I could get paid to pick flowers, I'm picking flowers and I'm selling them and making a living. So that's just how. It, that's just what it is. Um, but sometimes, the weird thing about that is that sometimes it just takes one one picture. Sometimes it just takes like one picture of of an animal, like a, like a, let's say polar bear on a in in some water. Just one picture of a polar bear in water. We don't need to see a, a picture of a polar bear eating eating um, a baby seal. Or you could just see a baby seal getting hit in the head. If you saw a polar bear hitting a baby seal in the head, would you would you want to nuke? Would you would you want to nuke Alaska? If he's if you witnessed a picture of a polar bear uh, clubbing a baby seal, you, what if you saw? What if you uh, witnessed a uh, an image, an NFT? A blockchain picture of a, a turtle. What if you saw there was a turtle, and the there was a uh, black uh, black blockchain block blockchain um, of a turtle with a straw in its a straw in its nose. Would you stop? Would you if you saw if you witnessed? Would you eat a? Would you eat? Would you eat? Bugs? Bugs? If, if, 
If you if you, if you looked, at, looked a, at an, an NFT, NFT, if you had, if you uh, had Bitcoin, Bitcoin, if you had Bitcoin of NFTs of of turtles with bugs in Bugs Bunny, if you if you looked at pictures of Bugs Bunny when you were a, a, a younger a younger creature, if you were a young creature and looked at pictures of Bugs Bunny. Would you or wouldn't you tell me now or forever hold your peace? Um, crush a rat. If you, if you, stop, stop. This stop. is serious. Stop it. Diane, stop. Diane, please. Thank you, Diane. Um, if you... Okay. Gibson intended to crush a rat named Sniffy between two paint canvases with a 25-kilogram concrete block in downtown Vancouver. On impact, Sniffy would leave an imprint of the canvases. I think I need some more. I need a little bit more umph here. Um, would leave an imprint on the canvases, forming a diptych. Gibson said he had acquired Sniffy from a pet shop which sold living rats as food for snakes what if he crushed a snake what 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 if the artist crushed a snake between two uh what if the snake was a politician between two canvases opinions about the impending event was publicly broadcast via newsprint i like how that's that's quaint newsprint newsprint that's quaint uh newsprint um, television and radio. Okay. Um, so this was a big event for just nothing. It was a, a guy doing nothing and it was a, uh, it was quite the, the large, the large, uh, event there. The, the, the performance was planned to happen on the 6th of January, 1990, outside the old central public library on Burrard street. Opinions about the impending the um, impending event. This was like a nuclear blast. There was a single, a single rat, a single rat that was going to be fed to a snake was going to be squished publicly, and there was opinions about this. There was opinions about it in a public event on all the transoms on the morning of the sixth of January. A group of animal rights activists activists and the activists from the Life Force Foundation they stole stole the device Gibson was going to use to crush the rat they are actually using this now this is um, technology that can't be purchased or anything it's um, it is now part of a, a, a story bigger than you you're going to be squished between two canvases. And there's nothing you can do about it. I feel kind of weird. Is... Diane? Diane, what is going on? What is... Di what, Diane, what is going on? Diane, what is going on right now? This is...
What are you doing? Stop it. What are you doing? Stop it. Fuck it. Fuck it. Don't get back here. No.
Let's get the fucking axe. Many always pushing different strokes for the different folks. All I do is laugh behind the mask like, get it, though. It has no effect on how a nigga be getting dough. I get it, though. How you could be trapped within the fiddlings, bro. But yeah, build a bridge and get over it. To overthrow the slump, you need the gods and your clover split. So just sit before you hurt your shoulder holding this microphone made from the metals off the rover chips. Hold your horses, said the devil and his dad slips. Salty that I called him sand, nigga, and my ad libs. So exclusive for the members and the honoraries. I'm a very hungry for the bag. Strictly monetary commentary will get you snuffed within the monastery. Nobody batting either, and result is arbitrary. I'm for the chilling too. Said you bought not stereo, except when on the mic. Hmm, dropping rhymes in stereo. Hit the stage every night. Another fan goes, there you go. I hear these niggas on the mic hmm, with their fairy flow. Microphone drenched. 
from the first deck. He's posing as frauds, entertaining all the words. Jack, Jack, that's that. Y'all thought, y'all thought it was over? Took a minute just to see the bigger picture. Was wondering if the silly popper read a scripture. She said no. Then I hit her with the hand wave. We can talk cordial, don't matter what your man say. Yeah, I'm scray with all that food fuck tonery. He can say it to my face just like if it were you and me. The truth of we, you can spell it at his eulogy. Wouldn't pop my presence, but I'm sure you'll dress it beautifully. After which, uh, I killed the pussy ruthlessly. Had the stupid bitch speaking through fluently. Ooh, poppy, see you got that stroke down pack. Had to laugh, scratch my head like I wasn't down bad. Crown trash like the other day. Was found sad, begging on my knees for my queen to take her crown back. And now another journey, queued up in the quest log. She asked me if she looked a little poppy. I said, Hell no, huh? Now bring that fat old ass right back so I can fill you up with them feelings and the right cracks. It's like track, it's from the soul, and I don't plan to fold. Says the 64th, never plans to understand the whole ass nigga. No raps in the vault, so you fraud niggas often with the awful talk. <laughs> Now it's time to spit the real shit. How many seconds would I really have to deal with? Thirsty ass niggas who ain't got no kingdom of their own, that alone a throne. When I blend this holding stones, cast them. Had the light skin bastard, he's talking kind of funny shit, made just to put the blaster. Pow. Damn, that I miss him. Had caught him creeping in the evening, slick trying to get some. This too will come to pass, and I mean, I'll split her ass out back arch. I'ma make her shit squirt. Damn. There hasn't been many Bigfoot uh, assaults lately in popular culture. It's, uh... Diane, do we have to retire Bigfoot assault? What's been popular lately? Bigfoot assault rifles? I don't know if we could go there. Um, wow, it's 2.30 in the morning in the uh, the sewers of Brooklyn, New York right now. Uh, we are currently streaming throughout, I, I don't even understand how it works, throughout the entire world for a long time until the uh, servers that are hosting all these files disappears, either YouTube, which deletes things at random, or uh, my own personal uh, servers in the sewer run by the scientists down here. Uh, th this is going to be around for a while. It's um, It's quite the thing. It's quite the thing. Um. Quirkus, I don't know if I got the uh drop I dropped the I dropped the the drop, hold on one second. Even if it came through now, I would still uh, mention it next week. Oh, there's a gas blast. 
If you go to uh, Nick, if you email Nick at NickTheRat.com, you write Gas Blast in the title. I'll read that on the air. We got one here. I don't dox people. I just read the message. Um, Gas Blast for a fat rat. Fat rat saved from manhole by German Animal Rescue with pictures. Well, that's cool. It's nice to see that I'm not going to click this link. I think that's how my Winamp broke. Um, either way, I hope everybody had a. Um, am, I, am I taking? Yeah, I guess I could. Uh, it's raining out here, actually. Hold on. Yeah, let's uh, open up the phone lines. 917 719 5923. in the morning light. Hey, hey, it's a beautiful day. Dance, dance in the morning light. Open your dark and eyes. Hey, hey, it's a beautiful day. It'll be okay. It'll be okay. It'll hey. Be okay. Hey, caller. Is this the dark, is this the dark sewer hotline for depressed people? Um, this is, um, uh, it's for every, every people. Pressed, happy, oh, excited. Okay. I, I heard an advertisement somewhere. I'm not sure, uh, saying that this number, uh, 917-719-5923 was a good number for people that were feeling despair or depression to call. I can fix any of your problems. If you have any issue, we have scientists down here right now that could help you. We have a, a free coupon. I think you probably already used it. So. so I have a complex issue. I can, It can be short. I can explain it to you, I think, in a few words. Um, like, have have you ever had to condemn a friend? Condemn a friend. Hold on. Let me, uh, scientist, have a condemn friend. Put that through. Uh, yes, we had, uh, yes, this is, yes, this has happened. Friend condemnation. Yeah. Yeah. And like, I mean, like ultimate condemnation, like you're dead motherfucker. You know what I mean? Like horrible, like end game condemnation. Uh, hold on one second. Uh, scientist, uh, can you condemn to death? Put that through the computer. Run the number. Come back. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, it looks like you can uh, do oh, death. God, yeah. Death so just not me. For All right, friend. not only me. You could uh, you could boot a friend into a black pit of uh, non-existence, but you should always remember them. Never forget. Oh, I them. remember. Oh, dude, this guy was one of my best friends. How I will deep, never, ever, 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 ever. So, like, condemning him, I'm, I was kind of stoked about and, and I don't want to sound, like, weird or anything, but the condemnation, like, my, my condemning him actually brought me joy. I did it with zeal and fervent action. Wow. You but, killed uh, a baby cow just to celebrate? That's biblical. <sighs> yeah. It... It is, but this guy was special, you know, and 
I figured, you know, it might as well be the fat calf if we're going to do anything. That's true. You know That's what true. I mean? If you're going to go you for... You know, like, break it out. If you're going to go for the the uh, end all, why not be the... Right, but that's not even why I'm depressed. A condemning a friend, it, it, it works into it, but... So what I'm depressed about is, like, people know I'm, like, condemning my friend, and they're, like, calling me and offering me condolences. <sighs> and I was honest with one of them earlier. Because I don't pick up on a lot of things, man. Honestly, I don't get a lot of cues. I don't understand. I mean, I know pattern recognition. I know what the word cues means. And I know that people are always trying to tell me shit. And I just don't fucking hear it for whatever narcissistic mind warp I got going on. I, I just, I don't hear it, man. And I, it's not that I'm trying to be mean or all about me. I just don't understand a lot of nuanced things, you know? So if you did, you'd be president. Huh? I don't know if I could handle that job. I couldn't have a hand up my ass for that long. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But like, so I have condemned my friend and in the act of like receiving condolences, I bombed like more than one person, maybe a couple of people out and like that spread into like a subsect of a community of people that I know and like participate in different things with. I don't know what to do, man. And that's why that's the cause of my depression, you know? Time. Um, I was just sad. I couldn't have condemned my friend earlier. Like I thought he should have been dead a long time ago. Did you try but, a, a rapier or a fish a fish knife? I'm sorry, Nick. I didn't quite understand that. A, a rapier or a, a fish hook knife? You got, if you go for the throat, it's oh no no. You know, so Nick, that's the whole problem. Like, I don't know if you noticed, but in the past couple of years, like a lot of things went topsy turvy, and like certain units of organization might got separated due to financials or accessibility, or you know, just you know, uh, gender, whatever. Things got uh, like busted up. You know what I mean? There's just holes in the bucket. There is a hole in the bucket. No, but so my friend that I condemned, I used to spend every day with all day, every day. And if I wasn't there, he was at the house just waiting for me to get home with like the stupidest expression on his face. And just like, oh, gushing with love for me. Did he ever defecate on your bed? Uh, no, this motherfucker knew way better than that. Uh, I, 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 he and I had done a thing. I, might sound like I'm like a little weird. I'd done some, I'd trained him up well. But, did you know what I mean? Have, did like, he ever have uh, sex with that Franco fellow? He was trained up well. James Franco? Did did he what? Ever, did he ever make out with James Franco? No, but he did make out with uh, Madonna and Shania Twain and um, uh, Taylor Swift. Oh. 
amongst uh, others, um, he, he had a lot of very famous friends. Uh, he really did. Uh, Josh Groban and he spent a whole day at a park once. Wow. Uh, he, he, yeah, I know. I, well, well, see, this, this is the complexity of my idiocy, Nick. And this is what I'm trying to get to. So um, I had to condemn my friend, right? And uh, people knew that that went down, and they called me, and they could tell that I wasn't my normal self or whatever, or I was elusive on answering their questions or, or, or whatever, but they were all like, oh, I bet you're really bummed that your little buddy's got to fucking check out, mister. And, you know, for whatever dumb reason of my non-Q-reading ass, I, I, I was like, yeah, well, well, fuck that shit. We should have killed him months ago back uh, during the second amputation, prior to the second amputation, we we should have just fucking put him down. Did you ever have a, a friend? Uh, you ever have a friend hang up on you? Yeah. Good night, America. We'll be back next week.
hey, motherfucker, I thought I told you one time, I'll tell you 16 times. Stop blasting that monkey bullshit up from the sewer. You're trampling my HS signal down in Mexico. I can't get my slave labor coats made. I can't get my signal down there because you're trampling my motherfucking signal. I can hear that shit coming up through my... Nothing but the truth. I do. Name? J. Edgar Hoover. Occupation? Head of the Federal Bureau of Investigation. You tell the court why you're dressed like this. I have many enemies, and I rarely go out unless I'm in disguise. Mr. Hoover, in your opinion, is Fielding Mellish a threat to the security of the United States? Enough to have his phone tapped. Second. Walter, it's for you! Go, Bill Campbell! 